I got arrested while camping. The cop said I was loitering with intent. Nice. Hi guys, welcome to Shark Trapper. I'm Bat. Or actually, you're Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm back because I, I haven't done this podcast for two weeks, but we're gonna actually release this immediately. So the, the listeners. So it doesn't matter. Know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be gone for the next two podcasts, though, guys. Well, technically, you're back for the next week. For the next week. But yeah. So am I, and so is John. Yeah. So, so I am Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. I'm Brian. Brian, uh, you might recognize from Doppel Avenue Hurt, voice of Captain Hiltz, and voice of maybe one of my favorite characters from the season, which was the the smart guy. I am very smart. Like, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. The critic. A, the film the critic. The film critic. I remember yeah. his name, but I... It was Josh was, Elbert. Josh Elbert, yes. Yeah. Josh Elbert. Maybe one of my Josh favorite Elbert. guest characters of, of well, the, season two. That season two is just like as him, because like the music that it comes into. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Great stuff. So, Scotch. What about Scotch. Scotch. Okay, well, we were talking about scotch before yes. this, and you were saying you buy like a lot I, of scotch. I did for a summer or a year-ish buy way too much scotch and drink very much. I like scotch a lot, but I wanted to mention that, did you see um, uh, shoot, Nick Offerman? And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 45-minute yeah, yeah. yeah, scotch drinking. Oh no, what? Oh, is this oh, him drinking? Holiday. It was like a 45-minute video of him just drinking, drinking scotch. scotch. He doesn't, he doesn't talk at all. He just stares at the camera, and it's 45 minutes of him just finishing some scotch. And that's, that's amazing. proof that I will watch Scott Offerman do anything <laughs> yeah, for any amount of time because he's fucking brilliant. Uh-oh. He's, he's awesome. So this is our holiday spectacular episode. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, we have We have guests abound. Happy, happy everything to everybody. Happy holidays. Fuck Keep holidays. it safe. Happy PC, yeah. PC. Fuck yeah. that shit. Happy <laughs> Christmas. Happy PC. Down with the Jews. Up with ISIS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's really get into it. Yeah. Let's just fuck this, the world right this now. Let's just fucking escalate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're, Kyle means just happy holidays, bombs. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy Let's fucking. Let's happy bring it back Christmas to the usual talk. Yeah, like let's I, pull it back a little bit. <laughs> Let's get Kyle off the podcast right now, guys. So this, is why, this is why you won't hear him on the next two episodes. <laughs> He's going to be at Guantanamo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Watching we Nick heard Offerman you say up with ISIS. <laughs> Did I, I heard the CIA... Not to get into this whole thing, but like okay. I heard the CIA was actually watching the guys who did the bombing, the Boston bombing. Yeah. They actually had them on like watch. And they still managed. And they to pull still it off. were able to pull off. Sounds that, like that the U.S. Thing. government. I don't know. It <laughs> Your tax dollars at work, my friend. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like that. Whatever. Uh, what does it mean when you're on watch? It means I mean, that they think you're means, shady. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's not like they have guys shouting you around. It means like, that they Googled time, right? bomb too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they started just having guys sit outside their house. I'm just saying, like, if you're on a watch list, it doesn't necessarily mean like some like guy in like 
freaking a black suit and glasses like following well, you around every corner. No, but I wonder every time like I search how to make a bomb, am I going to be watched? Let me tell you, they will <laughs> yeah. park. So did you ever, uh, did you ever make that bomb? What? Did you ever well, make that bomb? Well, I'm almost there right now. Oh, it's okay. just a clock. Just like, <laughs> a clock. <laughs> <laughs> like that uh, Indian kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a clock, guys. Just might get a scholarship guys. to MIT. Yeah. Just because I, tr- I, I Google weapons grade plutonium every once in a while, <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't understand to why. To be honest, the funny thing is, we talk like they have to sit a truck outside our house, like. You got this cell phone on your pocket. Oh you, yeah, you know they can. They can. Well, we it's also have this podcast. What they can do. <laughs> That's true. That's true. They just thanks, listen. CIA. Hey, if the CIA is listening, if they're listening to this episode of the podcast. That's great. Yeah, Tell your friends about fans. us, yeah. and if you can, visit Patreon. Tell Maybe Obama about us. Yeah. Seriously, will Obama do our podcast? CIA and NSA, get back to us, please. Yes, hey, we want to Mark Marin it up. If, did, if he did an episode of Running Wild with Bear Grylls, why not do our podcast? <laughs> he, just, he just did a comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah, with what the Sam fuck is he Seinfeld? doing? Really? Listen, yeah. it's the end of his presidency. He's, he's not out, coming man. back. He's uh, he's living life right now. He's yeah. taking it easy. I I'm fond of the guy. I say get him in here. We'll talk to him. Maybe if he says the N word on here, we just skyrocket. Yeah, seriously, oh. skyrocket. Yeah, yeah. Does he say it in com- on comedians in car getting coffee? That's I hope so. Uh, <laughs> the funny part is it's Seinfeld in his limo with him. That's I, the cars they're in. Yeah. I think the actually it's not interesting. Out yet, right? No, think. but Jerry Seinfeld's the one that says the N word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real racy episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the, the race deal? Racy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. We should bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Eh, whatever. Uh, slow your roll there, Michael. Richards. <laughs> Here's the thing, Time yeah, Michael Richards. <laughs> it's actually Michael Richards that comes on comedian. Time Magazine released a, a, a photo of the the promo for Obama and Jerry Seinfeld. I can't tell which one is Obama. I know. Which one is Obama? They have the same wrinkles in their face. They, they do. do. They have the same. They have the same teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and well, Jerry Seinfeld is just orange enough to make him look black. So it's like, yeah. which one is? You know, right. he's like the top grossing comedian in the world. He's like one yeah. of the top he makes grossing more And all he plays, yeah, and yeah. all he does is like fucking rich people's shit. Like yeah. he does like all these like uh, charity things. And the Hamptons and, like, and all that. Yeah, and the Hamptons yeah. and all that, man. That's all he does, man. It's ridiculous. You guys watched Louie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly so what I was referring that. to. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I've actually read about it, and he really, he is the number like one yeah. earning comedian in the world. And I heard like just And he's not even funny. He's and not I, even funny. He's not, but it's the Seinfeld royalty stuff that yeah. he's doing. Fuck me. And he did make a pretty good cameo in uh, Chris Rock's new movie, Top, Top Five. Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's on Netflix now. I'm not saying he's never funny. I mean, no, no, no. He he's, funny, he's got, I mean, I've seen him live, yeah. and there's a few times like, I laugh, but he's not like, like as hilarious as like, a lot of comedians. He's a comic for 50 like. something. I feel, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Larry David never gets enough credit for Seinfeld. Seinfeld. You know? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well Larry show. David is, is the voice behind that show. He was the inspiration for George. Really? Yeah. If you oh, watch yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm, it's basically it George, George Costanza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's him as George. Yeah. So not to not to change topics entirely from like from comedian to comedian, but I was watching Elf recently and uh, Bob Newhart who who plays uh, you know, Papa mm-hmm. Elf in the show. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have to say, like Bob Newhart must have the best comedic timing of like any comedian ever. I think that's what his He's got a whole lifetime to perfect it. Yeah, 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 yeah but I think true. that's just like that's his entire act of just like his. He has perfect comedic timing, just the way he talks, the way he acts. Seriously, just go Google anything with with well, that's Bob Newhart. Like, right, that's yeah. old school comedic actors because you also look at uh, Jack Lemmon back oh, in yeah, the day. Same, yeah, same. and just to even like a lesser degree, Walter Matthau when they were doing the. Yeah. Uh, 
Odd Couple the, movies. Yeah. Well, even in the oh, yeah, when Odd they, Couple, yeah, Some Like It Hot, or not Some Like It Hot, but or like if the you want to go page. like way back with uh, Charlie Chaplin, Buster Keaton, like they had to rely on comedic timing. They couldn't just tell like stupid jokes. Or just Abbott like, Costello. Yeah, that's like, a lost art form. Their, well, I like think Dane the buddy Cook killed the whole that, fucking well, thing. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Dane Cook. No, I think I think it's the whole like stage kind of shows, like the Dean Martin. Um, Jerry Lewis, uh, Abbott and Costello, like all those kind of like just going out there. Like they used to, I mean, like the Rat Pack used to do like their own kind of stage shows, like at in Las Vegas all the time and stuff. And people would just come and watch them. And they still do those kind of shows, but I think it's kind of a lost art form for. Like, they say they say like Mitch Hedberg, like like he's kind of like part of the uh, the recent spate of modern comedians who kind of killed that and just like focus on like you know just saying like funny lines. But if you think about it, like. You still need really good comedic timing to make those one-liners work. Yeah. I mean, anybody could say those lines, but very few can say it like Mitch well, Hedberg did. Well, they say, I mean, comedy is, what, 90% timing? and Yeah. Or, yeah. So I mean, like, so speaking of comedy, just funny, I watched Bill Burr's recent thing, and he just had that show come out on Netflix. Yeah, Evans for, for, for Family. I need to watch that. I, I just watched it. It's only six episodes. It's is it really only six episodes? I'm going to have to watch it. It's really quite funny. They're only half-hour episodes? Yeah, they're like half-hour, and, it, and it's just it's it's kind of like... Um, it reminds me of like Married with Children meets uh Well, I can't remember off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. another one of those stupid family shows. Oh, oh, um <laughs> Modern uh, Family? No, no. Uh arrest no what no. Ooh, what happily ever after. This is a propane, <laughs> propane guy. Hey, uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Hill. King of the Hill. Oh, yeah, geez. it's like King of the Hill meets Married with Children in the seventies. It's like hmm. really, really quite good. But it's it's emotional, it's really well written, it's hilarious. Netflix is and is Bill awesome. Burr is he, he's, uh, he's good. brilliant. So I, I will say, like, they really are doing a good job with that I'm a show. big fan of, like, of animated series. I, be, I actually started BoJack Horseman on Netflix, and it's not bad at all. Like, I watched the first two episodes, and it didn't hook me. Yeah, that's the problem. It doesn't hook you right away. Yeah. It takes, it, and it I takes like at least... really fucked up, awkward comedy, so I would expect it to really hook me. And there were some jokes that I did laugh at, but it I'd, never made I'd me I'd say second half yeah. season one is where, is where it kind of hits its stride. But if you're like if you're not willing to to stay with it through that, then yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can can totally see why this conversation with my girlfriend not that long ago because her sister loves BoJack Horseman and she's like, I hate that show, and I'm like, I watched it, and like if she likes it, I mean, I figure it's got to have some redeeming quality. People are loving that show. Takes a while for people who are saying it's brilliant, but I just couldn't couldn't get into it myself. I'm gonna watch if it's for family though. Netflix is, is getting a lot of stuff. Oh man, they're they they got. I, I was just looking at their Wikipedia page for some reason today, and the the amount of shows that they have just in development, it's like oh, mind boggling. Yeah. Like they have, they, they must also, have about fifteen twenty shows and movies too. Yeah, they have beasts. Of no nation, the ridiculous six, which, okay. which, which, that was which yeah. has the rare zero percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> a zero percent. Not that rare. There's actually a, a lot of movies on there with a zero percent. Can you a I, lot of Adam Sandler? Yeah, movies, hold on, hold on. You realize those ratings are for you. Okay. They're, can okay. anybody? I, I Mine know, says three or two and a half three, stars. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple of them. Out there. Can anybody name me another zero percent or what they think is another zero percent? I'm going to say that Nick Swordson movie, Bucky Larson. Oh, You're wow. correct. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I remember. Yeah, you, you had to dig deep on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. I just nice. remember when nice that remember. movie when that movie came out and like. Man, we had it in the theaters for like two weeks. Yeah. It was like in theater thirteen, which is a big theater, and then it went down to theater ten, which is like one of the smallest, and then it was gone. Yeah, and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> <laughs> okay." Uh, what about that movie Forty Three? What like uh, it was a collection no. Of short? No, I think that has like a two percent. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, that it? movie sucked. 
How did that get a 2%? Because one guy is an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Rated it high. Damn. No, that movie. Did you see that movie? I saw bits and pieces. It was one of the worst. I didn't want to watch the whole thing. Oh, my God, man. Oh, I saw some of the skits that they were in there. Dude. Like, okay, so the guy who... Uh, who was it? It was one of the Farley brothers, right? Yeah. Who directed yeah. it. He had to basically coerce like other uh, celebrities, celebrities to be in it. Yeah. And I think they're like Richard Gere didn't want to do it. And uh, he kept like pressing like Richard Gere. He's like, come on, it'll only take like two days to do it. Like, well, it'll only take two days of filming. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, all right, one day, just one day of filming. You just have to be there for one day. And he's like, well, I'm in New York. Like, I, I can't oh, fly yeah. out to California. He's like, I'll come to New York and we'll film you <laughs> oh, wow. in New York. And he's just like, fine. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll do it. Wow. And that's why he's in the movie. And like, I think that happened to a lot of actors because there's a Never. big cast for that. Yeah. He basically Jackman called it. He it? called in every single one of his favors is, is how I understand. Yeah, it. that's well, what I heard. Why? Like it well, because I think he realized it was going to be good. They actually had like a lot of screenwriters like write things a lot for of good they screenwriters picked, too but they picked yeah and they picked like their best ones for the movie and their best ones are it not was just, even that it good. was just a collection of skits that's all it was it was nothing like well it's they were trying to make another Kentucky fried movie yeah. and Kentucky fried uh, movie just kind of worked out and it's like a cult hit now and it just doesn't work in the so same so this be a cult hit in like 20 years god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so i don't bad. think so it's it's just pain there's only one good skit that i actually thought was pretty was Pretty it the Holly well. Berry one? No, I didn't like that one. Okay, it was uh, it was the one with Liv Schreiber and Naomi Watts, and it was where they were like the parents of this kid, and he was being homeschooled. So they told him they wanted to give him like a real school environment. So mm-hmm. they like they like hired people to be like bully or they like bullied him like in <laughs> like his house, and then they also like threw parties and didn't invite him to like his own house and stuff. Aww. And like I thought that was pretty. It, it wasn't executed the best, but I thought it was like a cool idea that they. It could have been like pretty funny. And other than that, every other skit, like, sucked. I remember, like, the main marketing hook for this movie was, like, look at this huge cast full Castless, of movie stars. Yeah. And it was just, like... But know. it wasn't even funny. Like, there was, like, so long that I was, like, just sitting there and not laughing. Right. It just... I don't know. I that can't believe you even watched it. Yeah, it was free. I watched you know, I bits and pieces of it. I didn't even remember the movie until I saw... I didn't even remember the movie until I saw the picture of the cover of the movie yeah, yeah. with the purple and is there green. A, is there a scene where they're like they're sitting in a diner in this movie and they're like maybe talking? i don't remember the movie yeah. for anything because obviously it wasn't that funny but no. i did watch yeah. the thing and it's obviously not memorable at all to me it was so bad but i'm i'm probably glad i don't remember the movie yeah that i remember that yeah i remember that, that picture and i remember playing it and watching it but and i'm i'm all about like really weird quirky Comedies, comedies, and like things that don't get a lot of stars on Netflix for me. I'll watch them. I'll give them a go. Well, ridiculous. I'd rather watch. I was. I thought about. I'm not even going to bother. Night, and I was like, you know what? It's not passing. I watched some movie yesterday with Kristen Wiig in it, where she plays some crazy fucking person. The Martian. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that that high end comedy. I'm actually re- I'm reading that book right now. Anyways. I can't remember the name of the movie, but she's like she's like got person borderline personality disorder. Oh, I know. And she does her about. own TV show. She wins eighty six million dollars in the lottery, and she she makes her own TV show. For go go up, scroll up. It should be newer. It's uh, that's right. Ghostbusters, Sausage Party, Zoolander, The Martian, Nasty Baby. Welcome to me. Welcome to me. That's it. Yeah. What a fucking crazy movie. Like, the she is... I mean, I love Kristen Wiig, first of all. I think she's amazing. But it's all her just being the craziest person she can possibly be. She wins right. $86 million on the lottery. 
She sees some show on TV. She goes down to the studio, gives him $15 million to create her own television show about her being crazy. <laughs> and she hey. does it. And it garners like attention and all this stuff. And it, it's not the best movie in the world, but I got to say, it was quite entertaining for what it was. It was a hell of a lot better than movie 43. Oh, man. A well, lot. Talk, I think stubbing my toe last night was better than movie 43. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk, let's switch to gears here. Let's talk about a good movie. There's a, there's a good movie that just came out a week oh, ago. Shit. Uh, it's fresh in everybody's mind. All of a sudden, yeah, have seen it. Spotlight, Inglorious Bastards, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Road Chip, the Road Chip. Guys, your thoughts? Pun intended. Oh Lord, it wasn't the best set of series. No, I think it reached a high point. I felt the writing was squeakle. Yeah, writing was a little contrived. You know, you've seen these characters before. Yeah, where can you possibly take Alvin's character arc from here? I mean, I mean, until troublemaker, until he just kind of backed themselves into a corner. <laughs> Until he pulls a Macaulay Culkin and really gets interesting, I think yeah. we, uh, you know. Did hey. any of you see the short with Macaulay Culkin recently yeah, where he, he reenacts uh, being the kid from Home Alone Ooh, now Culkin. with oh, PTSD? Really? Oh, oh, he's, a Uber, he's like an Uber driver. He shows up to pick this guy up. And he's totally long hair, totally skeeted out, dude. And I saw like, pictures of him. Oh my, no, you got to watch it. It's a really f- entertaining short. And he's just, he's all, you know, he's him and his drugged out self. But yeah. It's just a really entertaining little short, but Poor he McCullough. plays, he it's... basically plays the same kid, but like 20 years later with PTSD from the experience and he can't get over it. And he's like, some guy tries to rob him and he like snatches him up and they end up in a garage and he starts torturing him. It's, it's really bad, but it's really brilliant as well. Interesting. I think John Oliver, I just was watching one of his segments recently and he talked about how Macaulay Culkin like. It, the McAllisters or whatever, the parents, he's like, there's no way that they would forget their co- child twice. Yeah. They wanted to lose that yeah. <laughs> They wanted to lose He, go, he goes into that in the short. You really got to really? watch it. Because yeah. he goes into it. He sits there and he talks about how you're going to leave your the most, the cutest kid Wait, ever. Yeah, okay. The yeah. cutest kid ever. So they lost them the first time. They forgot they him the forgot first time. But the, the, second time, the second time was the airport's fault, right? I think no, 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 like, no, no, no. They left him, and they they just kind of ran onto the plane because they were running late, and, and then the plane lost leaves. Them. Yeah. yeah. No, Granted. I just remember there being like a mix-up of like God. the airline attendant. Like she kind of – I just – That I might be like, in there. Well, I think he was holding on to like somebody, and then they kind of got switched, and then he grabbed on to the wrong person or something. Uh, and then they went like a separate I don't remember way. So, I mean, one. it wasn't really the parents' fault. The they should still. Listen, you need to make they're a the head parents. count. <laughs> you got 15 kids. You need to make a head count. Like this is happening again. They only had three fucking kids. No, man. I thought they had a whole bunch. Didn't no, they have, they no, no, no. It was all. It was like a it bunch was like of a whole family. Yeah, it was whole a whole family. family. It was oh. a lot. It was, but still, you you do a head count, especially because you just had a, a situation where you left Kevin at yeah, home. Absolutely. You, you're doing also had to defend his house against robbers. Yeah. You may maybe do, you do think- a maybe do a secondary head count yourself, <laughs> which it's shocking. But it's your biological son, like you should fucking know. Well, that's the thing that they did do a secondary head count. I was like, oh yeah, let's and it's pretty him crazy again. that he runs into the same robbers again. <laughs> oh no, the funny part <laughs> in is New York he goes, in the skit he goes into the he goes into how they like curse at him, but they don't actually curse. And now he like oh, yeah. calls them like all these weird names. He's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really that, that famous Joe Pesci line. You little scamp. You know, he's like, who says that? Like, I always wanted like after I saw Home Alone, I always wanted that situation to happen to me. Really? Yeah, I always wanted to like fucking put an iron on my doorknob and hope that it burns some guys. On the other side. Congratulations, you burned your house down. Double prevent people from wanting to rob your house. 
Because <laughs> everything's gone. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin's got to pay for all that heroin somehow. God, he's, he was so cute. And now he's just like a uh, drug dad. I could show you a picture of my little brother. I have a half brother. He looks, when he was that age, he looked just, literally just like Macaulay Culkin. Little Macaulay. It's fucking intimidating. Is he, does he look just as meffed out as a. No, he now, does now, actually, though he did do tours and do two tours in Iraq. So there's yeah. that. Yeah, I do want to see, like, a. Like, Sorry to Buzzkill. My bad, Buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. I want to see an updated Home Alone with the new Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I want to see an older Macaulay Culkin have to <laughs> fight against Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. <laughs> that would be fucking awesome. Like, Home Alone 5, they're like, back. I want Joe yeah. Pesci from Casino, though. <laughs> Everybody yeah, reprises awesome. their roles. It's like a them. mafia movie. <laughs> that would be pretty Joe awesome. Pesci from Casino, but Macaulay can you Culkin growing up. It would, no, wouldn't that just be like, it would be more like just like the visitors or something. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to get into his house. Yeah. He's older with like a wife and he's just trying to keep them out. It'd be like the fucking purge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> United we purge. Which it was just really true. Like, yeah, the purge is basically home alone, home alone. for adults. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Skyfall, the last half hour of Skyfall was home alone, home alone for, for James Bond. For James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> James Bond Daniel was... Craig looks like an older McCoy. Yeah, I was hoping he would go, Someone told me that the, the Stormtrooper, okay, and we're going to Oh, get yeah, okay. Is, that's the one that she I, mind fucks is uh, Daniel Craig. Nick told me I that heard, as well. I Nick heard that. I just I read know. it, and it says they said that it was Daniel but Craig. But J.J. Abrams said that it's not. Do you guys want to put it to bed? Let's put it to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. What, are you going to snope it? No, I'm going to Google it. 360 no snow. Yeah, but I, but that's the thing is it's, I think it's still a rumor. Nobody has like outed and can said I, it's can true. Can I say that I kind of really love Daniel Craig a lot? I like Daniel like, Craig. I don't mean that. Like, I mean, I'm maybe a little gay for Daniel I mean, Craig. You I mean, you would fuck the best Daniel way Craig possible. if he showed up. My friend Tony Pepper, he asked me one day. He's like, we played the game. Who would you flip for? <laughs> and I was like, I would have to say Daniel Craig because if you're going to flip... You want to go for the manliest motherfucker you can imagine, and I can't think of anyone manlier than Daniel Craig. Than Daniel Craig, who who's like literally just more like badass man than Daniel Craig. Go. Sean Connery in his prime, but in right. his prime, but that's Daniel Craig. <laughs> All right, are we going like pure manly? Or who would like, you flip for? Well, I'm just saying like manliest. I would say maybe even Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> no, well, that's, yeah, he's uh, a yeah. man's man. You better be good with bottoming. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> he's a man's man indeed, but. But I mean, yeah, he doesn't I mean, have that edge. <laughs> yeah, the like, edge that does it for me apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> you you like you like a more toned yeah. kind of manly man. You, you like a that? guy who knows how to make something I out want, of wood. <laughs> I, I want a guy who's gonna go out and build me a log cabin. Nah, <laughs> looks like he's smuggling a tr- uh, Chipotle burrito. That's the kind of guy. That's the kind of guy I want. I want to I want a fucking twink. I want to go for like Matt Smith, Michael Doctor Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he go, he'll go through a lot for your love. You know that? <laughs> He's yeah. proven that time and time and time again. <laughs> yeah. He will go through a lot for your love. You, you got to go. Oh, John. Yeah. Who, who John, who you No, who you I know. I, I already know. Oh, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know. Next, yeah. next okay. let's move on. It's going right. to be a sleeveless Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's gonna be a guy. Hey, look, if you're going to fucking go, Kurt Russell, this is one of the things that we were talking about, the Hateful Eight. Yeah. And like... In film, and like Kurt Russell is a brilliant actor. He's a brilliant person. He's a brilliant presence. Every you talked about in one of your shows back in the day, you talked about um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, you yeah. go back that far, and I grew up on all that stuff. Kurt Russell is just brilliant and hilarious. He's his he's 
he, I don't John, know. He's he's action. John's he's an action a boner. hero. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's John's an action hero with a great Keep sense going. of humor. Pitching a oh. tent. Oh. He is, and uh, he's got great right comedic timing. He, he understands. Overboard. He understands. He'll do B-rated stuff. He'll do you know big blockbuster stuff. Uh, and he's not afraid to make fun of himself. I, I think that that's John, a brilliant John, thing. It's John. interesting that you say that. Even I, a snake uh, plissken. Wait, wait, like, wait, wait, going wait, back wait. to that. Yeah, John, let's say you. What? What? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Kurt, or nay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, or nay, Kurt Russell. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, he, he, he yayed. You know, it's, it's funny that you say like the whole uh, like the B movie, like him doing like a wide range of things. I there's a book called The Tipping Point. By Malcolm Gladwell. It's like a really Perfect. interesting book, and uh, there's a um, a segment in there that he talks about like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, and yeah, he and he talks about how it's like really interesting that people picked Kevin Bacon to kind of like you know you name an actor and within six movie slash actors you try to get to Kevin Bacon, and he said that they did a study and Kevin Bacon's actually like number 268 or something of like actors that would be the best for that game. Really? And apparently like Jack Nicholson's probably like in the top 10. There's like certain actors that are like like that you would pick that would be easier to get to. I think like, Leonardo DiCaprio might be in there. Well, number 1, which is really weird. I don't know if you know this guy, but his name's Rod Steiger and he was in In the Heat of the Night with Sidney Poitier. He was in like a lot of B movies, but he's been in Academy Award movies. He's been in like B movies, horror films. He's been in like everything. Is he the ugly, ugly guy? He's like a chubbier. He won an Oscar for. So they were just going like volume of work, volume of work, and and variety of work. And they said that he was number one. A Rod, Rod Steiger. Yeah, Rod Steiger. Good pick. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So like, I mean, well, look at his. I guess it makes sense that like a a little known character actor will be best. Yeah, because like they're going to be in so yeah. much stuff. Well, that's the thing is he's played supporting characters. He's been the main character. He's but been that's in not really movies. the point yeah, of the game. Yeah, but he's though. totally, totally. Well, no, but he, they were saying he did like play they Al Capone. Did... Looks awesome as Al Capone. He man. does look like straight up Al Capone. But that's what they're saying is like he has a and he was he's been acting you know since like I think the 30s or whatever all huh. the way to. So real quick, let's play a game of uh, Six Degrees of Rodstein. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm hoping know. I'm going to try to get to just in the heat of the night. <laughs> if I can't get to that point, I'm going to lose. Oh man! If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be you because it ain't going to be me. Actually, I've heard Christopher yeah. Lee. Like, it, it hasn't Christopher Lee been like in hundreds of of films? Technically, I think John Wayne has been in like the most. Uh, well, maybe that's starring roles. He's been in like 200 movies. Starring, and they were all basically the same movie. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Him fighting against some bad people <laughs> and torturing and, them and yeah, killing them and like, in the worst ways possible. And talking about engines and shit. <laughs> okay, guys, let's. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah. That's an IMDb. This is Rod Steiger, right? Wikipedia. Yeah, I, just, I, I like to go cow. Wikipedia. How many movies is that? He's been in a lot. Okay, see, his last movie was television. His last movie was two thousand two. Seriously, he's dead, right? Right, he's dead now. I think. Like none of these movies are really still actually no. He was in, let's see, End of Days, I know. Um, American Gothic? Yeah. January Man, I've heard of. Amityville Horror. Oh, wow. Amityville oh, Horror. Wow. Keep going up, dude. Go to like more recent. Well, no, these are like. These are all. This is uh, going uh, But okay, going but like he's been in some, see, like The Longest Day is Oklahoma. Like a Doctor Zivago was a classic. Sleeping, the On the Waterfront. Yeah, that's Marlon Brando. Yeah, yeah so he's, he's been in all these. been in this. Amount of movies. How come he never had like a bigger dude? There's name? a place in Hollywood for bit 
bit actors, man. Like yeah. they're you but not everyone can carry a film. Yeah, he won an Oscar in the heat of the night for best actor, or I don't know. Okay, if best Rod supporting. Steiger is not really a name. It's not. It's not. I think it's because of his variety of work. I think because he's in the most genres. That's what they said. Like he's in a. He's been in B movies. He's been supporting actors. He's been main actors. He's been in like old films, new films. He's been in a lot of TV movies. It's just like. He's his. He just his works. He's a worker, just, man. Yeah, yeah. And like that's the thing is like I guess when they were like looking for that movie, that's why they said Kevin Bacon's actually like number two hundred and something, which is like crazy to me. I, I wish I could. But in look a way, up the that makes 10. that game even more interesting. What's around? Yeah. <laughs> what top ten? What? And you gotta love Kevin Bacon. I mean, honestly, six degrees of Kevin do, Bacon, or do six degrees tipping point <laughs> and see if it just has like the exit. While we it. do that, I would yeah. I would like to go back to the Snake Plissken thing because yeah. Escape from L.A. was a great movie in its right at the time it came out. Mm. Wait. No. Which New was York. the second one? Escape right. from New York. Was the first Escape one? Okay. From L.A. was Escape from one. L.A. was the one I actually liked better. Really? Really? And I like it better. <laughs> I, hold on. And I like it better because it's a parody of itself. And there's yeah. something about that movie that when I've watched it, I just can't help but laugh and cheer for the hero. And that... Like Escape from New York was gritty. It was almost. I mean, it was yeah, trying it, to be was, real. It was the yeah. '80s, you know. It was doing its thing, and and as it stands, I still love the movie. But there's something about Escape from LA that's so ridiculous, but brilliant at the same time. And he, Kurt Russell, is able to pull that character off oh, yeah. and sell that whole movie, even though it's ridiculous. Even <laughs> though it's there. I mean, he's surfing. He's surfing like a tidal wave or some shit, if I remember correctly, from <laughs> an explosion. Wasn't there a sub or something too? Yeah. Like. I don't remember end. exactly. All our, well, okay. Okay. It, so Kevin Bacon, while he's not the most linkable actor, uh, the the center of Hollywood always shifts. So uh, some of the centers of Hollywood have been Rob Steger, hmm. Donald Sutherland, Dennis Hopper, and Harvey Keitel. I remember when Dollar, Donald Sutherland has been in a lot of movies. Yeah. Harvey Keitel is interesting, too, because he's a supporting well. character in a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. Like but he's, been, he's starred in some serious movies, too. Oh, yeah, he has. I mean, Quentin But they Tarantino were ser- movies. Like serious movies. You think yeah. that's like the ideal place to be in Hollywood? I'd say like, I like... I gotta well, say, there's been a few movies, and I don't remember them, but I, <laughs> I remember Dollar Donald Sutherland growing up in everything, and he, everything, yeah. everything. Almost like, Hunger Games, almost, in the Hunger Games. He's, almost he's like, like, oh yeah, snow. he's snow. he plays the douchebag. Peter O'Toole, he's another one. Like, Peter O'Toole, no, 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 no. Hold on, sorry, me, that wasn't who I meant. Um, who plays the uh, Batman? Who plays uh, what's his face? Keaton? No, no, no. The new Batman. Oh, Kane. You're talking about yeah, Kane. yeah, Michael Kane. Okay. Michael Kane. Okay. Did you see? The movie he did that's uh, on Netflix, he plays like a pensioner in England, and uh, he's like an ex, uh, ex SS, ex fucking special forces guy who like used to fight in the fight the IRA and shit. And he's old, and his wife dies, and there's like all these punks who try to fucking fuck with him. And nah, he f- look this movie up I think, right now. I think it, what movie? It's not the Quiet American. No, like no, Brandon no. Frazier. Look up Michael Caine. Yeah, I'm well, telling you, if you have not movie. seen this movie, you have <laughs> to see this movie. Did you see The Quiet American? It had Brendan Fraser and Michael Caine. It was a fucking weird movie. Who, which one was The Quiet American? Both of them. They were both okay. kind of silent. It was a silent <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like The Last Samurai, starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> or Valkyrie, starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Six degrees of Tom Cruise. It's recent. It's very recent. Let's name movies that he shouldn't have been the main character in. Uh, is there going to be a remake of Roots? Because Tom Cruise oh, might be available for that. Secret Service. There Twelve years a slave. Tom Cruise. 
He was in Inception, which you guys adore. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Michael Caine's yeah. been in a lot of shit. Children of Men, The Weatherman, uh, Pretty Batman much every Begins. Christopher Nolan movie, right? Go up a little yeah. bit more. Well, That's except uh, his early ones. Except his early ones. It wasn't the Yeah, but American even, though. I mean, still, like, he's been in most of them. Austin Powers and Goldmember. Oh, what get get yeah. Carter. Harry Brown. Uh, That's the movie. I know what you're talking. I never saw totally it. It was totally, like, under the key. I had no idea what to expect when I watched this movie. Mm. I, I saw it, and it was like, well, you know, he's amazing. Let me watch this movie. That is an amazing movie. There's a there's a performance in that movie. He goes into this heroin dealer's den, okay, mm. to get a gun because he stabs some guy, like, with his training. He accidentally stabs this guy who tries to rob him, right? Yeah. He goes in this heroin dealer's den. The heroin dealer is fucking batshit. Whoever that guy was does an gr- amazing performance, and you mm. got to watch this movie. There's a girl on the couch who's, like, o- literally overdosing on heroin in this scene, right? The mm. guy shoots himself up in the, in the toes, and he like he's all acting like he's God. There's a girl overdosing on the couch, and he's in the middle of all of this. Yeah. And he's just like, all he wants is a gun so he can take out these dudes who are fucking up his neighborhood, right? Mm. He ends up having to kill all these people. Like, and he's like literally like 70, you know, and he's like this SAS Liam Neeson. Yeah. He's like this ex SAS guy with, and he's just relying on all of this training and he ends up like, there's like these two dudes. He ends up killing both those guys and he rescues the, the heroin girl who's dying on the couch. It's one of the grittiest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Like it's, it's literally one of the best. I think it's one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And wait, Best drug scenes because Boogie Nights has a pretty good drug scene. Which one? Where the girl's dying? No, the one where the guy's throwing the fucking pop things in the background, the little fireworks. And then, like, they're, like, trying to pass off what's not really, like, cocaine or whatever. And, like, waiting and Thomas Jane's, like, fucking, like, going crazy. Yeah, no, that's a good. I remember that. But, yeah, keep going. No, well, no, I'm saying, no, no, I just think as far as when you. If if you haven't seen the movie, you go watch the movie, okay? Because you, I will, heard it's good. I remember when it came me. out. You will thank me for this movie, but there's this, there's just something about this scene that stands out in my head. And and the guy, he, he's all tatted up and he's grody and he's fucking nasty and he, he's telling, he's telling Harry Brown like, oh, you want this, you want that. He's like, this is my key. He's basically saying, this is my world, you know. Mm. And he takes his needle out, and it's dirty, and he's dirty, and he fucking shoots up between his toes, like, right in front of him. That's gross. And, like, and he gross. just sits back, and he, like, does a Jesus pose. Like, he puts his <laughs> arms out, and he's high as fuck, and it's just, it's totally disturbing. Like, it's really gross, you know? And then, like, something yeah. happens, and the guy, the, his little helper brings out the gun, and he gets the gun, and he ends up shooting them both, and drops the girl at the hospital, and, like, all this stuff. It's just brilliant, but the whole movie is dark as fuck, and it's brilliant filmmaking. And I have to say that if you haven't seen the movie, I love Michael Caine and anything that he's in, and that movie is brilliant. Wasn't Michael Caine in the running to be James Bond at some point? I'm sure he had to have been. It's possible. I think aren't they looking for a new James Bond now? Because I don't think well they are. They were talking about uh, Elba. Too busy being a stormtrooper. Well, no, no. Daniel Craig only has what one, one or two more movies. Apparently, no, he has no. He's supposed. He's under contract for one more, but I really think they're they're trying to just break the contract. I like Daniel Craig a lot, he hates it. but I think Idris Elba needs to be the next. I really yeah. think. He's too old though. Black Bond, dude. He's Black not. He's too old. Bro. He's in his forties already. 
So is Daniel Craig when he started fucking Yeah, Bond. but people hated Roger Moore. Yeah, but, but black, <laughs> black, black don't crack. Black don't crack. Black 40. Yeah, black 40 is white 30. That's no. right. Black don't crack. No, black and white is pretty much the same when it comes to age. Oh, if it was Asian 40, that's like Listen, white dude. 20. You take, you take. So how old are you? <laughs> John oh, here is actually 40 something right now. <laughs> you take Idris Elba. You bl- you 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 dye his hair dark. I mean, I kind I of I kind of agree with you. I it mean, is. no. Here's the problem: is like I'd be fine with him as James Bond, but the right problem there, is he could only do a couple, and <laughs> then on. he'd have to be he'd be done. We we'll round about this. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> James quick. Bond is. Why are you looking up Thor? <laughs> that's what James Bond is. James Bond should movie, never be. Look, we had Sean Connery. He he had a good run. Yeah, but when okay. he came back it, for Fuck. Diamonds Are Forever, it was fucking it was t- horrible. Oh, yeah, but that's what, I'm t- that's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Is a Bond yeah. should only be four or five show movies. Which you is should... fine, but four or five movies with Idris Elba, you got to think, they take about three years now to make in between each one. They're, he's going to be in his 60s by that How time. How many did Roger Moore do? Like five or six? Roger Moore did seven. And he I have to say, I do adore Roger <laughs> Moore. <laughs> I, I, like, I like Roger Moore. And yeah, I, I was a Bond kid. I grew up on that stuff. I'm a minority, too. I love Sean Connery, but I adore Roger Roger Moore as John as I James think Bond. Here's the thing, and I'll always say this about Roger Moore. He had fun in the role. Yes, he that's had the, fun in the that's role. What I'm Sean Connery took it serious. He had fun. Yeah. But Roger Moore, there was something about him that was you, we talk about comedic timing. Yeah. You know, there's something about this, him this. where he was that quintessential quirky pr- prissy Englishman mm-hmm. who didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And and every every movie he sold the role he sold the the back I don't know I just well, here's the thing though like the second half of his Bond career kind of took like a like uh, a it, nosedive because like right. okay like uh what's it like uh, living that die wait wait like, are, we gonna, are we really going to talk about James Bond for the thousandth time we're going to talk about Star Wars <laughs> just, hold on shut up we're not done with James just, Bond let just, yet let me just make a point living that die is good. <laughs> Like uh, Man of Golden Gun, I actually like, even though like a lot of people say it's a terrible movie. I don't mind it, that one. It, I like yeah, it, but right. it's a terrible. Spy movie. Love Me, <laughs> Spy Love Me is like his best one. That's his best. I love. And, like, that is uh, that is his best. What Moonraker? Moonraker's like, not that, that terrible. Great. No, no. Uh, for Your Eyes Only, I actually like. I like For Your Eyes Only too. I think that was like a darker one, and I thought I it was good. That was the I'm only sorry, one. It, that was Lethal Weapon after era. after Spy yeah. Love right? Me. Yeah. Your Eyes Only was like Lethal Weapon. No, For Your Eyes Only was pretty good. It had a great ski chase. I kind of feel. I kind of feel like. Integral to a good bond is a great ski chase. <laughs> it's about the it, action. It's scene. not a great. It's not not a great. Actually, ski that was one of the hotter Bond girls of the Roger Moore era. Was uh, the, that French girl? Yeah, or whatever. French girl, yeah. yeah. She. I, I think for your eyes only is good. Current it was actually oh, the Salter. one part where he kicks over the car and knocks that guy off the cliff. Roger Moore didn't want to do that scene because he said it wasn't part of his James Bond because he's like, I'm a little more lighthearted. And they're like, No, we want you to do it. And he did it, and I think it worked out for the role. No. I think I. I think it was great. I think okay. I I yeah. think he should kick over more cars. Off of <laughs> <laughs> well, look at you at his old age right now, Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah. Just keep doing. Is Next he role. still is he still beaten? Yeah, yeah. he looks Hurt. really yeah really beat up though. Well, good awesome. for him. But the though. thing is, when they released the 50th anniversary on Blu-ray, he drove the car, he delivered the Blu-ray set, he wrote a couple books about being Bond. Dude, I, one called Being I, Bond. Listen, I grew up on I grew up with James Bond. There's no there's no way that you could separate. Like Star Wars, you can't say you can't separate Star Wars from me. You can't separate the Last Starfighter from me. You can't separate James Bond from me. Those are those are the those are the things. Oh yeah, he definitely is hurt looking. He looks like Trump. (laughs) It's Donald Trump. Now contrast that to like his first uh, Bond movie, like uh, Living Let Die. Huge difference. Yeah. 
Well, oh, dude, yeah. he was in his what? Dude, they wanted Roger Moore for a long time, but he was under a contract for The Saint because he was starring in the, the TV show The Saint, and they couldn't get him. And then eventually when Sean Connery was like, I'm done with this because Sean Connery Yeah, he ended it. He, was, he yeah. hated Fuck it by that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Martinis, man. That's what he said. Money, Penny. How would you like to fuck? How would you like to fuck Bond? That, money, that looks like a James Bond. Roger oh, Moore. Yeah. Okay, I agree. Okay, he looks good. but can we say so does Daniel Craig? I like Daniel Craig, yeah. but a lot of people hated his Bond hair, right. blue eyes. Well, I will say I Casino Royale is my one of my is favorites. one of the best Bond movies ever made. And that scene when he gets his bollocks smacked. Yeah. And then he has to go. I I like even the end of Casino Royale. There's a lot of people who hate the end of that movie where he's all like recovering from the bollock smacking, dude. Isn't that that's right? Right? Yeah. Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. so like yeah. the whole end of the movie. It's like the romance and the bollock smacking and all that stuff. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Bond. Did I think you ever just, watch? Did you ever watch On Her Majesty's Secret Service? That's the one I haven't seen because yeah, it was that one dude. It. Watch it. it was, he only played Bond one yeah, time. Yeah, one time. He's yeah. not that great as Bond. Fuck George Lazenby. Okay. <laughs> He's a terrible actor. All right. He wasn't an actor to begin with. He was an Australian. Uh, hey, neither was Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he I would rather an, have Harrison Ford play James Bond. Yeah. Fucking I think Lazenby. a lot of people would rather have that. Harrison even Ford. now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that movie, though, in general, the movie is really awesome. And no, it's I like agree. almost like. I heard it is good. It's yeah. almost the same as, like, for me, like, Casino. Royale in the same the same way he falls in love with a girl and it like has a darker tone to it and the ski chase in that movie <laughs> fucking the best ski chase I've ever seen what in was, a movie. What was Jesus. the movie with Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd? Spies like us. Spies like us. Yeah. Now that's the best Bond movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, that was the ski chase in that movie. <laughs> There's no way it beats the ski chase in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, though. No, well, what he about skis the, what on about? one ski? He invented. What about the Timothy Dalton movie, or two? Were there one or you're two? You talking about it's the, like one one where you're the License to Kill? Uh, I like Living Daylights. I Living Daylights and License to Kill, right? Yeah, Those were the two. Were t- okay. License to Kill was more of like Miami Vice. It was very Miami. It was a Miami Vice, but it still kind there, of had something to it. I the, thought Timothy Dalton did a good job. That was the movie where uh, Felix Slider dies. That was that was Sad. a hell of a thing. Yeah, but then he. he it's funny. Well, that Timothy Dalton only did two. He only did two. That's because they were under, uh, they were having this whole lawsuit thing with Kevin McClory, who co-wrote Thunderball with Ian Fleming, uh, and they were having this whole thing, and that's why they didn't have Blofeld anymore after You Only Live Twice. This is like the only part that what about, me about the ski okay, chase. Okay, I'm just going to run down. Look at the ski chase, man. No, the music, the, the music for Honor, Majesty, Secret Service is my favorite theme. Here's the thing that bothers me about the ski chase. This, listen to this music. This music is fucking awesome. Here it okay. goes. Uh, See, look. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, Telly Savalas. Yes, Telly yes. Why is Bullfell going out like on the chase, too? There's because no reason why he, he was the best in. Bond villains. Yeah. He's the best villain in anything he played. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have gone on. Listen like, to this music, though. Okay. Yeah, it's good. This music is fucking... I just always bothered me. Like, why would Bullfell go out skiing, too? That doesn't make sense. Why not? What if like, he falls Savalas- off a cliff? Like, the whole organization is done. Nah, they'll find, they'll, they'll find another <laughs> number one. This Telly Savalas did a different Blofeld, just like there's always a different James Didn't Bond. Did he also do like that weird smoky thing where like he smoked this uh, cigarette like vertically and like instead of like a that that 
That theme is my favorite. That's a, yeah, that's a really good. Th- that's a really it's good. It's really good. All right, we're gonna skip to Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, can we? Just okay, not? all right. Let's go to <laughs> like, Star Wars. Let's right, go to Star right. Wars. Fuck it. We always talk about James Bond. <laughs> fuck it. Let's move listen, on. We hey, talk you guys, about James Bond because it's one of the best fucking series of movies that's ever existed. Yes, and I'll there's agree. another series of movies that's ever existed that's great, and it's called Star Wars. Although, although <laughs> it's new. The other we, one is. Star can we maybe talk about SNL and some like late night TV later too? Yeah, sure. But I don't want to talk about that, so I'm out. Hey, can we talk about Craig Ferguson? <laughs> I could talk about Jimmy Will Ferrell recently Ooh, on Will the Jimmy Farrell. Fallon show as Santa Claus, Listen, the new Santa. That we've been doing hilarious. this podcast for like two years. We only ever talk about three topics. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond, SNL, yeah. and Star and Late Wars. Night <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, so we got true. Star Wars. All right, so Star Wars. Everybody <laughs> by this point hold on, has hold probably on. seen Star Wars. Are we taking Wars. a break? Are we going to break? Let's take a quick no, break. Quick are we break. really? Yeah. yeah we, we're going to go to Star Wars. We're at 43 minutes. This I'm out of my drink's long. gone. All right, all right, fine. And Let's take need, a break. We probably need to AC a little bit. We'll, right, we'll take a break and then Star Wars. And then Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Jonathan, thanks for thanks for joining me for one of these things. Oh, I know. It, it usually sounds like like you're usually like by yourself, and it sounds like you're in an air vent trying yeah. to hide from everybody. Like a remote location. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is Kyle. Don't tell anybody I'm doing a commercial, but I am. It's, it's literally, it literally like it is... Uh, I just gotta record again. Like record him and get him out. Like fucking. Dude, I get it. I get it. Here's your thing. I get it. So what are we what are we plugging right now? We're gonna plug. I think we're g- gonna go with audibletrial.com. Sounds shark. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Love these guys. Yeah, they're good. Dude, I I, I I've been telling people for weeks now that I want to download the Rise and Fall of the Third Reich on this thing. I've been listening to you. I've been listening to you say that for months. now. I know. I'm gonna get it. Pull I the will trigger. get it. I I am gonna pull the trigger and get this fucking thing. It's a. I think it's like an eight hour audiobook. That's nothing. Yeah. Where else? Where else can you go somewhere to get eight hours of content for free? The only place I know is audibletrial.com forward slash shark. Seriously. Like, my girlfriend is, uh, you know, she's a big fan of Stephen King. And uh, she's currently going through uh, my personal favorite, 11-22-63. And it's got a little bit of time travel in it. It's about a guy who goes back in time. Um to stop the Kennedy assassination, but he can only go back to 1956. So he has to, like, live there for, like, eight years. So put yourself in a situation, like, when you... Like, let's say you you, you found out you're, you're, you're aware of this time travel ability. You have to go live in a time for eight years before the actual event happens, so you prepare yourself. And what would happen if you lived there for eight years? Your whole life would change. You'd become a completely different person. So anyway... Now, now, like Hulu is like taking on this, like this. Oh yeah, their own is that the weird... word where uh, who's going to James Franco? James is Franco, it? that's right. You know what? If you don't want to watch that shit, and it's a it's a nine hundred page book. If if you just can't sit down, and you fall asleep every time you li- uh, time you read it. Go to audibletrial.com slash shark and listen to the audio. Holy shit! This is okay. Eleven twenty two sixty three, a novel by Stephen King. Directed or, or narrated by Craig Wasson, a thirty-hour and forty-four-minute book for fifty-two fifty. You can get that for free, free, for free, free. with a thirty-day free char- God, trial. That is fucking crazy, man. Yep, I yep. love I love Stephen King. Like, there's that they had, he has that book, The Dead Zone, where basically it, it, it like poses the question like, would you go back in time? Like, would you kill Hitler if you knew Hitler was going to be like the like what he is? Like, if you knew he was going to be Hitler, yeah, right. And th- this this is exactly the same. 
but it's expanded. It's a little deeper. God. He's got his chops up now. That is so cool. Nowhere. No, like, I I can't name another place where you can go and get 30 hours of something for free. For free. Seriously. Do it for us. Yeah, do it for us. Do it for Shark Dropper. You know what? Do it for yourself. Yeah, do it for yourself. It's Enrich free. Your fucking self. You know what? If you don't like it, if you if you just you go through 30 hours and 44 minutes and you decide, you know what? Maybe this just isn't me. I prefer reading. Cancel that shit. There's no repercussions. I've done it. Yeah. I've had friends that do it. I'm not supposed to say this, but you can. Yeah, the coolest thing is, like, if you cancel it, that, that book is yours to keep. So, like, if you like that book, you can literally take that book and, like, hey... You know, give it to like your friend, your mom, your cousin, whoever, and say, "What is this shit? That's crazy!" Like, if they have an iPod or a Kindle or anything like that, like they can listen to that book because it's yours and it's yours to give to them. Yeah, they're not going to take it away from you. Yeah, it's yours. Yeah, it's yours. Keep. What's the, what's the, what's the address? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. AudibleTrial.com/slash/shark. Go there now. Second half, Shark Chopper. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we have two new guests for you here in the studio. Uh, of course, we already have Brian, who uh, you, you know doing? from Dop Lab, and you heard everybody. Uh, we also have John Levigood from the Movie Fields and Flicks podcast. John, welcome. What? what? what Just what? saying hi from John's Horror Corner over here, although I'm actually in kind of an open doorway rather yeah. than a corner. He's actually yeah, here in the flesh, fun. not over Skype. Yeah, as usual. Right. Here so in the, that's why he sounds the, different. In the gory, yeah. horrific flesh. He came yeah. just for the, the holiday special, guys. It's yeah. a Christmas He it's a Christmas flew miracle. all the way yeah. from Texas just to do the last 30 minutes of this yeah. podcast. Well, speaking of which, <laughs> we also have a very special guest here in the studio with Did us. Did he also fly here? Yeah. He, he flew here he, on, a on a sled. <laughs> or, yeah, a I don't sled. know. what he, well, don't, we'll ask him when he flies on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Black Santa has joined us. Listen, motherfuckers. I fly on a private jet. Wow! Do you fly when you find a private jet on there too? Listen, man, they stay at the stable like the rest of my hoes. Wait, wait, is it the same private jet that Robert Downey Jr. on was on with uh with with Terrence Howard with the stripper pole? I am not at liberty <laughs> to say. I'm not at liberty. To. I can neither confirm nor deny that stripper pole. <laughs> yeah. If I tell you, then I have to kill you. So wait, so Black, Black Santa, Santa, this might rough. be a, this might be a touchy subject, but what is your relationship uh, with a uh, regular relationship with a? Uh, White Santa. Wait, the, the, White Santa? What do you mean? Not regular, regular Santa. <laughs> White that, Santa. Yeah, what? White Santa. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, slowly Listen. rolling. <laughs> I'm not going to kill Listen you this time. Up. I'm just going to kick your ass. Yes. <laughs> okay, every time you see a picture of Santa, he's white, just like every just, other I'm depiction. Saying, and like, that's Jesus. the typical yeah. whitewash no, of history. You don't usually hear that's about true. Black Santa. All right? You don't usually hear about Black Santa, you. You don't hear or... about Black Santa because Black Santa don't want you to hear about him. Okay. Oh, so he's okay with it. This is the way it works, all right? So how uh, do you basically also give gifts during Christmas time, Black Santa? I like to make it snow when I'm not making it rain, if you know what I'm saying. I don't. I didn't follow that at all. I'm curious, does that, but I don't does that get mean crotch dandruff? I'm just curious. <laughs> Maybe. Listen, when Black Santa is not doing the Santa Claus game, mm-hmm. he's sitting in Vegas. He brought in a stabler, ho, ho, hose. Hmm. Making it snow, if you know what I'm saying. Is Black Santa a pimp? (laughs) (laughs) This might be the situation. It might be. Okay. Look, I will admit, Black Santa and I did meet on a corner in Harlem, so... That's true. Harlem. (laughs) That's racist. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, this is all fairly racist, but oh, that's you're bringing really geography racist. into What's this. Uh, I told you I'm from Vegas. What's the place where there's a lot of black people? <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, if you go to if you go to Harlem now, I think it's a lot of bearded dudes and fucking uh, what do they call it? Uh, Look at their Plaps Blue Ribbons. Yes, we're drinking Plaps. in their fucking <laughs> Plaps Blue Ribbon. Plaps. Lumberjack shirts. Wait, you just described a lot of Camden County, New Jersey, where I grew up. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Harlem and Camden are very similar. <laughs> wait, wait. I grew yeah. up in New Jersey as Black, well. Wait, Black Santa, where are you from? The North Pole? I didn't know your motherfucker. Okay. I bet you he's from the South Pole. South Pole? Is that what it is? I am from the South Pole. <laughs> okay, never mind. This is just bad. You don't know nothing about what we do in the South Pole. Bla- Black Santa, have you seen uh, The Force Awakens yet? Oh, nice segue. <laughs> Listen, man, that's for y'all crackers. He just looked down at his crotch. It's confirmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to awaken the fours. I just call my ladies. Spoiler alert for Black Santa. We're going to talk about The Force Awakens. Okay, yeah. If you haven't seen The Force Awakens, you probably have already seen it. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. We're going to spoil it. We're going to talk about it, right? We're yeah. Gonna get into we're going to talk about it. Don't. There's going to be spoilers, and we're going to fucking slap you upside your head. Yeah. So The Force Awakens came out. J.J. Abrams uh, directed <sighs> J. J. Abrams. film. Uh, and just, I guess, going around the room. Uh, my thoughts. I liked it. I liked it. I think it was a safe movie that he did. I don't think he did. <laughs> I think it was a safe movie, indeed. I don't yeah. think he did anything too out of the box when it comes to filmmaking. Uh, he kind of just. I feel like he just kind of slow jerked off all the Star Wars fans, and and there's nothing wrong with that. I certainly enjoyed it. I like but a slow jerk off. Yeah, it was so. a, it was a good slow jerking of all of of Star Wars. Depends how much time I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is middle school. Come yeah, on. yeah. Come on, <laughs> hurry it up. <laughs> I got I got chores to do. <laughs> but it was an, it was an enjoyable film to watch. I think that um, it was an enjoyable film. I think that the main problem with it was that. There was just something a little empty, a little uh, vapid about the entire endeavor that it just didn't. There's, I mean, you look, okay, look, was there any scene in that movie? Granted, you can go to the New Hope. New Hope didn't have, like, it wasn't that. But yeah, the Taunt, right? Tauntaun was New Hope, right? No. No, that's Empire. Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry. Who yeah. am I? Who am I? Who Black, are you? Black Santa, who is Black, this person? Yeah, who is this <laughs> motherfucker, you better know Star Wars. <laughs> So, Black Santa okay. loves Star Wars, apparently. <laughs> Black Santa. Black Santa does see all the Star Wars. Mace Windu. <laughs> That's all you oh, know. Man. Uh, <laughs> That's my motherfucker. But, uh, no, no. Okay, so, uh, it's been a little while since I've seen New Hope, which makes me feel really shitty. But my point is this. There's nothing in the new movie that had any real emotional impact. The only time I felt really emotional, obviously, was when... Han died, which is what? Yeah, he's no. spoiler. <laughs> there, of course, but that was so fucking programmed and so obvious. Uh, you could tell once he starts yeah. like, oh, yeah. once he yells out, "Ben!" Ben, you're, I was oh, like, "You're fucked. He's dead. Like, oh he's God, dead." So there's that, right? But there's nothing in the movie that has like, okay, like the Tauntaun. Not the Tonto. Sorry, that's Empire. <laughs> what I mean, is I your deal with this? We're talking Empire Strikes Back. No, or the up, listen to me. I am. I might have had a few drinks. Just generally uh, refer to the the original trilogy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, when they're at Jabba's place, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's what and I mean. With the Tonto. The Rancor. The Rancor. The Rancor. <laughs> right. That shit. There's nothing in this movie 
that that emotionally pulls you in. Wait, what was emotional about the rancor? The rancor. Okay, well, okay. So what happens? His trainer at the end. He looks pretty sad when the rancor died. One guy. What I mean is this though. There's intensity. Like there's the chase scenes that happen in this movie. Right, right, right. There's people. No, I get what you're saying. They're chasing Ray around. They're chasing fucking Finn around. Blah blah blah. But there's no real emotional like. You know they're going to get away. You know that nothing's going to fucking happen. The only time that there's any real emotion is at the very end when Ray and fucking Kylo Ren face off. Yeah. And Finn. And the, there I, there's like emotion and you're like she sells the scene. And I'm like, okay, that was good movie. See, but, you know you, I mean? okay, but talking about A New Hope, I would say that the the part with the Death Star attack in the, in the first movie ever, the Star Wars movie, sure. they all go down there and you have Biggs. It was Biggs, right? Who right, was yeah. right. uh, Luke Skywalker's friend. He, he had Wedge killed, right. behind him. And, and Porkins. Then they were like the last Porkins. <laughs> but the, all of them blow up, and it's only these three guys left. Yeah. And then you see Wedge gets shot, and he's like, I got I to gotta bail. I gotta like, I'm out. out. Right. So he pulls out, and then Biggs gets blown up, and it's just Luke with like Darth Vader behind him. Like sure. That's an intense. Oh, like, it, also, it, like, uh, yeah, also yeah. when like uh, Luke turns off the targeting computer. Yeah, and he just, and just like, forces that shit. He just forces it. He forces it down You hear Obi-Wan's disembodied voice. Yeah, Obi Wan just died. Luke. Like, uh, but see, that, 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 that plays right into the whole like Ray, like because I read a bunch of shit. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I this oh, move, but there's this. I read a lot of stuff about like this movie in the past couple of days, and people are talking about how Ray. Oh, oh, she suddenly figures out the Force without without teaching. In a matter of like, but so yeah. an hour. Yeah, and, 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 and that's true. But she's super, apparently super strong. It took it took Luke three movies to like fully figure out how to fucking <laughs> but, force. Yeah, but he got his able, hand cut off in the process. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was in like ten minutes. She's like, you will release me. Yeah, yeah. she's already beating up a Sith like backhand. <laughs> that's the most specific of all of the gifts that they have. The other things you can like, if you have a desire for an object, you might sense that you can try and pull yeah, that pull, object. Yeah. However, she's like, you're going to like release these manacles and walk away. Oh. And drop your gun. Yeah. And yeah, how does she know so specific? And how does she know to say knows. that? Yeah, exactly. How does did she know she that see, that's even a thing Did she, she could see do? episodes yeah. four through six? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, God. I Ray see, saw it. I saw Ben Kenobi do this one on fucking Most Eisley. I got this. Exactly. My point about the whole thing is just that there are moments in A New Hope where Luke does... Use the force, right, in a very powerful way, and he so, does with the Death Star right, and a new. That, hole. And that's what right. I mean with that Death Star scene. There, he 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 hits the torpedo and the fucking hole, and he fucking true. That's shit. true, yeah. You know, so there are scenes that are kind of, but there's nothing in this new movie. There's literally nothing. It's all throwbacks. It's like, oh look, there's a Millennium Falcon. Oh, there's Han and Chewie. You know, there's like this great scene with whatever. And apparently, there's a whole bunch of cut out because all those guys who are in that scene on the on on the freighter. Mm. They're all like great, like choreographer fighters and shit. There's supposed yeah. to be this huge fight scene that happens and stuff. Yeah, that apparently got cut out for continuance. But you know what? The, fal- the the Falcon scene. I thought that was cute. Like when they, when, she, was. when she was like, "Oh, not that ship. That's a shitty." Yeah, ship. no, that was fine. I, that was that was cute. I, I was like, the, "Oh, that's awesome." The only thing that was kind of like padding to me was the whole aliens on the Millennium oh, Falcon. Oh, those yeah. monsters those, were so stupid. They were ridiculous. That was, it, but that didn't really serve any purpose no. except to get them from point A to point B, which was they could have just been like. like Listen, Please. let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Get on the fucking Millennium Falcon. <laughs> we got our shit back. That let's entire, go. Yeah. The entire movie up until the last half hour was nothing but a bunch of scenes to get from point A to point B. Okay, that's and that was one of my and I don't want to jump ahead of like John and John, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I was gonna say is there's a lot of just like 
hey, we got to leave this place because there's bad people here. Let's go to this place. Oh, the bad people showed up. Let's get out of here. Go to this place. Oh, bad people showed up. Let's go from here. The, the bad people showed up every time. The Empire always knew. Where they were just like yeah. a little bit late to the show. Yeah. Every exactly. time. And, and they were kind of going with like a, a color by numbers using the model from the original yep. trilogy. Oh, yeah. It was almost like when you watched the new The Thing in 2011, which they called a prequel, even though, even though damn it near scene from scene, it was pretty much the same. I'm like, no, no, it was totally different. There was a woman. Oh, yeah. oh different yeah. movie. Yeah. Yep, but that, that I mean, they were doing that, but is, uh, is it my turn? Yeah, 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 your yeah, turn. yeah you're good, you're good, you're good. So, so I'm, I'm going to relate to everything that's already been said about, like, th- there were no, like, emotional, like, acme moments, right? That's what I'm saying. But, but I'm going to say this also. So, episodes one through three, there was there were numerous scenes in episodes one through three that were more exciting than scenes in this. Like okay, just yeah. episode one, the pod race and the Darth Maul fight. I don't care how Darth upset, Maul fight definitely. I don't care how emotional. upset you are with the cheap shot of how Darth Maul dies. Everyone's going to get pissed about that. Yeah. But the fight overall was a huge emotional acme with oh, Hank God. Williams, right? And, and the music. They opened yeah. the doors. Cora. Oh yeah! Right, <laughs> the pod race. Everyone was on the edge of their seat. They're practically kicking the seat in front of them. Right? Yeah, that was crazy. So this didn't have. Any we of all that. hate the pod race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but however, however I will say this: other than the original trilogy, Fuck, it is you're right. Though it is my generalized opinion that of the four uh, post nineteen ninety nine or including nineteen ninety nine movies released so far, this was the most overall satisfying it didn't have any stale acting and even Uh, though i I disagree the stale acting was only between han and leia all right fine fine. leia Leia has been rotting in like a boar's deli meat crock pot for 20 years um, han Han was not performing i will say though i will say carrie fisher and the way that leia the the way that you know skipping ahead the way that leia uh, uh reacted to han's death at the end was like fucking perfect because here's 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 okay. a woman that has seen her entire family die on a planet. She saw her home planet destroyed right in front of her eyes uh, and didn't react then. So for her, you know, you would think that that oh my god, Han died. Uh, you know, some kind of big dramatic happen, yeah. scene. No, she kind of she handles her, it with grace as a fucking. Her. As a princess, I thought that was perfect. Well, but they, it's, they could it's have been apart of... for over ten or twenty years. Right, 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 right. You don't know, but like, I think it's funny because I, I read something today that said it was kind of weird how Chewbacca just kind of walks past her. Like he just like kind of like just <laughs> ignores her and just walks by. Fuck Maybe that that's place. how Wookiees age. <laughs> Their metabolism goes faster. No, because they hugged when they first saw each other. But then, yeah. like after Han Solo dies, the two characters that probably care the most, most about Han Solo, Han Solo just kind of fucking pass each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking well, weird, dude. Chewie always resented that bitch for getting in between them. <laughs> wait, John. Wait. So finish your thought. Well, well Chewie like, only had he was only well, for Han because of you know his blood. Yeah, but I want to hear his blood. Uh, well, no, his blood. His blood. Uh, contract because he saved his life yeah the life bond or yeah, what the, was it the, the life bond because like yeah, yeah. he saved Chewie's life so Chewie owed him his life so Chewie isn't that um, expanded which, universe which I thought which I thought like okay but that, no, I that's don't think expanded it is. universe it is, so. it is so it's kind of gone right but now I thought I'm not going to get into that because I just read a whole article about how the EU is actually actively part of what they're doing they're just taking it they already they're, said they will changing. pick and choose. For those, right, right, for right. those that don't know, like uh, apparently and in the Expanded Universe, it's explained that like Han Solo apparently saved Chewbacca's life, and Chewbacca now owes Han Solo a life. A blood debt. Yeah. A blood debt or something like that, which which I thought, like, okay, as soon as Han dies, he's like, I'm, I'm fuck done. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that transfers to, it transfers to 
whoever because it's not it's not a superficial thing. All right, so John, like, what were you saying? Like, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. So, so there are all those uh, like emotional acmes, the pod race, the Darth Maul fight, and all that, right? Yeah. But if you look at all the movies from 1999 on, I think this was the most emotionally, or um, uh, we'll call it movie goer experience satisfying because. The average level of excitement, in my opinion, was actually higher than episodes one through okay, three. Okay, listen. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I'm going to say about that. Because I, Abrams. This was, this Abrams. was the sequel. Abrams, Abrams is a great I'm going to say this. I, I really, really liked Revenge of the Sith. I really liked it. Yeah, it was a good movie. movie. I didn't like the first 20 minutes, but after that, I liked it. I really, <laughs> and I kind of feel like Revenge <laughs> of the Sith was a better movie in some ways than this movie was. In some ways. And this was a lot of fan pandering. And Revenge of the Sith wasn't. Revenge of the Sith, that especially that last like half of the movie when he when Obi Wan knew he had to go after Anakin, shit was gonna go down, and it goes down, and you see that that whole genesis of Anakin to, to Darth Vader. Yeah, there's nothing. And granted, that is the end of a trilogy, so right. you can't you know you can't. But going back to A New Hope, right? What happened in this movie? Are you what? sure you're talking about the right movie right now? I am. <laughs> All right, okay. Let's make sure. Where, where's the Tauntaun? Just to be clear, when we're talking Listen, about the episodes I four through six collectively, right. this is a lot. It's a lot of information. It is. It is. It's been my entire life. I've read all the uh, like seventy percent of the expanded universe as well. This is know? my so, favorite conversation <laughs> in a while. So my point is, there are there are many moments like in A New Hope where they are at, in peril. Jabba comes in, they get captured, Leia's mm. with Jabba, you know, he gets in the Rancor pit. Like, there's people, there people are, there's nothing in this movie, there's nowhere in this movie where I feel anyone's in peril, where I feel there's any kind of real emotion. It's just like, okay, we gotta go from here to here. Okay, we're here now. Oh, well, you wanna do this, let's go to this place, you know? Yeah. It's, it's literally just effortless pandering, it's writing for the sake of writing. And like they go to what's her face's place. I think it's just fan service. It is fan service. Can can I jump in? Uh, No, no, it is. It is. But so you're saying it's like fan service, and uh, so what I'm, my thought is that there's really no proper cinematic staging for these big events. They don't build to them properly, like Han dying. But I think that they're going with like the George Bush, no fan left behind. They're like, we need everybody to understand it. Even if you had like a motorcycle accident on your way to the theater, you have an open head wound and half your brain is on the street. You're going to know what's happening. So that's why they've oversimplified. They've They've dumbed it down. But it's it's the Disney oversimplification process. But it's ultimately, like you said, with the thing is like it's almost a remake in the sense of you're following a droid that has a map. It's a beat by beat remake. And at this time, they're like, oh, we have this huge Death Star. And they're like, oh, it's just another Death Star? Well, it's a bigger, bigger Death, Death Star. Star. <laughs> it's the one that said that. That, that Death Star. Star was probably like 15 times the volume of the original yeah, if, you read, if you read the But still, universe, when we all saw that thing, we all knew what the fuck was going to happen. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it blew up more than one planet, and it had still had that weak point that if you shoot it, it, it blows, blows up. the fuck yeah. up. Exactly. Like but you had to get inside of it. that fucking guy who's like, Listen, okay, look, a bigger one. So yeah. You know what it was? It was basically, it was it was the scene where Han goes into the fucking shield generator and destroys Which is it. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right. Destroys the shield generator and then they destroy the second death star it was the second death star all over again it was just fucking bigger and han dies this time yeah you know and that's all it was it and was, then you it was have the mega death kids, star the mega death star yeah and then you have Lou, <laughs> mega death. you know and all that Ooh. and it's like Ooh, yeah. you have if you have read the expanded universe yeah i have i have i've read i've read, read, I've read, I've read, read up into the middle of the jedi twins trilogy 
Yeah. Okay, which is probably 70% of the expanded universe. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read all the Rogue Squadrons and all that shit. But the ones that have to do with Chewbacca and Leia and Luke and, and the Star Killer and all that shit. I've been through through that. Am I cussing too much? I apologize. No. no. Okay. No. I've been through word of the day once in a while. Like, we, don't, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck that. that stuff. So yeah. it's like, I know, like, I kind of get it. I see how it happens. I understand that he kills everybody and Kylo Ren becomes the fucking devil and all that fun stuff. But even but... Kylo Ren gets, like, his ass kicked at the end. Kylo yeah. Ren's like well, a little bitch. He, a little only, kind of only, he was Ren, near the end. Because he's a bit, he's young, he's untrained. He was, he I know, shot, he's untrained. You know what I mean? But that, I will say, that scene where they're locked, Ren and Ray are, and which, by the way, what is with all these one-syllable names? Like, it's a fucking future it's galaxy. Cool. Again, like John was saying. No fan left behind. No it's because no, there's yeah. a motorcycle injury victim <laughs> in the theater. Remember His all brain the is Ooh, still I, not even room temperature <laughs> on the road. Even, even like, BB-8. BB-8. That's BB-8. like the, the, yeah. the easiest R2-B2's thing to say. Four syllables. Yeah. yeah. C-3PO. Yeah. Four syllables. There's nothing in BB-8. That's more than three syllables. Kylo Ren. Three syllables. You know, it's just so fucking annoying to me. It, it and, and, and it is in a way. It almost it's almost a generational thing that makes me angry. It is because it's like everything is so dumbed down today. And the original trilogy, when it came out, was not dumbed down. It was complicated. It was interesting. The characters had real depth. They had they had comedy. They had emotion. They there was love. There was they betrayal. left things for the audience to infer on their own. Yes. Inference, you know. And this movie tries to fucking hand feed you everything. What's with the, yeah. the the alien chick at the cantina thing? She's a friggin' Yoda who for Ray, and she's just like, oh, you need to do this thing. And here's his lightsaber. And she just happens to have Luke's Skywalker's yeah, she just lightsaber. Yeah, Luke's lightsaber. Which what the fuck? <laughs> Which yeah. is weird. Yeah. I, I yeah. hope they explain some of this shit and later. I'm sure that they will. They they will, but it's two it's, hours it's, and fifteen minutes was not enough for that movie. That movie needed three hours. That movie uh, needed no, to it wasn't be. No, like a three no, hour yeah, Star Wars. No. No. All right, John. I would totally sit there. John, John, John. What did you think? Wax poetic. Read between the lines of our chaos. Go ahead. Okay, I agree with everything, but uh. This is for for me, like the movie raises like a lot of different questions. Okay, the first one: Why is there still rebellion? Did the, the they resistance? See, okay, I can answer this question because I just okay. read this whole. Fucking but why article. did they only send ten X wings? Well, to here's the, the thing: though, Death Star. Oh, oh, apparently that's all they have. Okay, so this is the deal. This is what. But this that's is what I read. This is the theory, and I'm sorry if I'm uh, fucking usurping your time. Again. But this all happens over again. one dude's lifetime. Like, yeah. Think about Luke Skywalker. From Luke Skywalker gets dropped off on Mos Eisley when he's an infant, and then. In that Again, time, raised on a fucking desert planet. Raised on a desert planet, but in that time, the empire rises, the empire falls, and then the, the first what is it? The first order rises again. So yeah, like, but here's the thing: he's like fifty. The empire, the empire yeah. doesn't fall, and this is the thing that we all we think. Okay, this is a big thing I read. They're like, oh. The the Death Star blows up and the Empire is suddenly over. The Empire doesn't fall. Like even if you right, read the just, Grand it Empire fragments, Thrawn series, right? right. Which but is it's still the immediate series that happens like in the expanded universe after the movie. There's three books that happen about Grand Admiral Thrawn, and he's got this whole fleet of Empire shit yeah. that's out there. But Abrams, but like, the, Abrams kind of threw that in the trash though. But especially the problem, with, I know that the problem with all of that is like then you can just make a movie every fucking time. Like you can always have more, and that's the problem with it. Is like there's well, going to be it, no full it, conclusion. Isn't the fact that they can always come back? The Empire, a, a Germany ending? got defeated. Wait, 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 wait. A happy ending. Only <laughs> They're done. On where I mean, you they're end still the neo Nazis. Right? A happy ending only depends on where you end the story, right? So, yeah. So that's the point. The point is that 
history repeats itself over and over and over again. Yeah, but Wait. how many times do we want to see another Death Star blow up? Oh, I'm fucking tired of that shit. I want to hear more from Lazabeth. John, I go, go. I want more from Lazabeth, and then I want Black Santa's response to Lazabeth. Rather there been a fleet than a fucking Death Star. Complete your thought. Complete your thought, John. Please. Well, it was just that Return of the Jedi had such a definitive ending. Yeah, you had the. Darth Vader throwing the Emperor down that pit. So cool. And, uh, yeah. And it's just like, okay, so I guess that ending has kind of been neutered a little bit. We find out the, the Empire is still a lot of chicken, right? Uh, another question is like, who was that old guy in the beginning of the movie? Max von Sydow. Well, I know, I know, I know, actor, I know you know the, the actor, character? but I'm saying he actually, it's kind of weird. In the expanded universe, he is a friend of the of Leo Ganna and her family. Yeah. He's like a spy that has been around for a long time. But he didn't get he enough ended. screen time at no, all. No, they don't yeah. expe- extrapolate on his on him at all. They don't explain it's where cool, he though. comes from or how he gets this data. Yeah, and hopefully, maybe in the next movie, they'll explain it a little bit in some flashbacks or something. Yeah. But I, I think I think they're going to explain again, a lot of stuff in the next couple. Service, you know, where it's just. It's so quick. It's just yeah. he has a cool line though. He's like, "To me, she's royalty." He's like, "Oh man, he still sees her as a princess." Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, like, I just I feel like they left open like so many things, and like hopefully they cover. Oh yeah, because they got to make all that money on the sequels. Well, supposedly yeah. these side movies are supposed to kind yeah, of fill in the gaps. Flesh it out, yeah. yeah Rogue but how one is comes Rogue out? One going to flesh anything out? That's a prequel to. You'd be surprised. A New what Hope. Do if you read the books. I mean, you, they they flesh out a lot but, of. Well, story. I mean, they'll 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 do some of the character stuff, but you're not going to know why that girl had Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. You're not going to know why like. Ray just happens to know all this shit about the Force. Well, I feel that, like a lot of it was well, kind the sequel of... Uh, Ray knows yeah. all that shit about the Force because of she's poor, poor or forced writing. Right. Well, the thing is, true. is like when Ray was piloting the Falcon, I can believe that because like what we've been... Uh, she knew about piloting already, too. Right. Well, the, but, but that's fine. I, I'm okay with that because... Force like was guiding her. But in the, well, <laughs> yeah. in the canon, in the Star Wars canon, like... Young Jedi have always shown to be like exceptional pilots and like just natural born pilots. So like that was cool. But I think that's actually because of their of their general spatial awareness. Whereas starting a vehicle, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, okay. It, it, well, but no, but listen, but she she, she listen, piloted she are, that she that, had her she speeder. had her speeder when she was piloting. Makes she's sense. been yeah. through yeah, she, all these ships. She's she's been salvaging these ships. Right. For years, years and years. She's been there since she was a little baby kid, right? Just like so Anakin. She's been doing, just like Anakin. There so I she's said been it. figuring this out. <laughs> just like she's Luke on his Destinatory for the Dark Side. There she I said goes it. along, and the Force itself, theoretically, would give you an idea of how things work. It would break things down. You'd be able to see things that other people don't see. That's just an inherent fact. Well, yeah, uh, well, I'm, well, I'm well, fine with it her. It makes you hyper cognitive, right? Hyper right. Own exactly. ability, but just the that's... fact that she learned in in an hour what Luke took three movies to learn. Well, just... that's my problem is that she be. I, I get Kylo Ren. Maybe she's more midichlorians. But what? What was her midichlorian wait, count? Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. Could that not just be the evolution of cinema? Because if you go back to the original zombie movies, they're slower. They actually get faster over time. Urgency increases over time. Because when you've never seen a zombie, it can be slow as hell and it's scary. But when you've seen 50 zombie movies, it needs to sprint at you at 28 days later. So I think that's the evolution of cinema to the viewers. We all know about this. I think there's also a portion of the story that that revolves around the idea that because she is a likely... Double like she is, she's bred from two Jedi sensitive, two Force sensitives. So the idea is that somehow Luke and Luke somebody else, or someone else, or yeah. whoever her parents. But are, is she Luke? Um, I think Luke's daughter. I, I think it's heavily implied. I, I, I heard Luke's wife be, is hot. 
I'm just gonna yeah, say but it. But that's you. Isn't that like too much though? I think it's pretty, well. If it's, Han, it's Han, Han and Leia have a kid, yeah, but he's he's like the worst Sith now, and then all of a sudden wait, Luke wait, 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 just wait. happens to be. There's gotta be more than them. But Robert, I don't consider, this fucking planet. Consider Listen. what we've been given already, and and like we've no, just been beaten. This over is the what head. I think. What should happen go ahead, though? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I I think that she should actually be Han and Leia's. Daughter. No, there should be twins. If yeah. in the EU, so then you have Jedi a brother twins. sister fight Han at the end. That's cool. fucking intense. Cool. Han and Leia had twins. They had a boy and a girl, and they were both Jedi sensitive. They were both right. more sensitive. One turns dark, one stays light. One almost oh. turns Luke's kid. Luke has a kid. Yeah, his kid almost turns fucking dark because of of, Ky- of Kylo Ren or whatever his name is. It's Jason, the Knights of Ren. Knights of Ren. Yeah, but in the, in the expanded universe, Jason right, right. Solo. But the point is, they took this shit. So I own. I want. Her to be a solo. I can I tell by the tone of your voice that you sister. want it. <laughs> you are getting very involved right now. I grew like, up on this, shit. I'm sorry. this I is like <laughs> Sex in the City drama coming out of here right now. Well, now that Robert, now that you mentioned it, Robert, Black, Black Santa, what do you think? I think you're crazy, motherfucker. <laughs> Black Santa doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. he's just waiting. Yeah. Drinking my drink, Negro, please. I, yeah. You make a lot of or the the whole solo twin thing makes a lot of sense because like it seemed to me like when when does Luke have time to have kids between. You know, after there Return are twenty of the Jedi. years yeah, that are still, unspoken, and he just for. needed no, thirty just, seconds. But <laughs> I think, I think in general, to have him have a kid that's Ray, and then have her fighting a solo kid, it's just way too convenient. It's just like it two. It's like it just happens to be wait, like the wait, two wait, characters wait, that were together. I want to play devil's advocate to that Go ahead. Play, because they talk all, even from the original trilogy, they do refer to the balance. So right. while, ah, the Sith wanna, the while the Sith want to wipe out the Jedi, that's just the nature of the Sith, right. the, the Jedi don't necessarily want to wipe out the Sith. Right. So perhaps the balance and their ability to sense one another, even if not consciously, mm-hmm. is in fact drawing them across galaxies or convenience. And it might be. I mean, or, or, be even, or even in the absence of contraception, we're getting pregnant in nearby <laughs> galaxies. Yeah. But I'm just saying the Force might be making this kind of happen. I think it's... Well, no, and I agree with that. I just it's think more it's more than kind just of... convenient to the dogma. No, but I just think it's weird that it would be Han and Leia's son there and then ma- Luke's there aren't daughter. That many There's not Jedi. There aren't that many Jedi. There, well, Did you hear the fan... The fan theory, though, recently that? that just came out that no. actually said that, and it's all just a fan theory that this this girl who's a blogger online, she said oh, her really? dad came up with it, okay. and she said that her dad came up with this idea that Ben Solo is actually not going to be bad throughout the whole thing. He's actually going to turn good, and it's going to take him and Ray to the take TV. down Lord Stoke. Yeah. I think they figured. I, I think they right. They've kind of. Well, well because and who is Lord Snoke, by the way? He's uh, the one that trained Palpatine. More than likely, really? I yeah. think he's Darth, whatever his name is. Darth who trained uh, Plagueis because or of whatever. That fucking, uh, and Plagueis. only because of the wound on his head. This is the reason I think that because he's Palpatine, supposed to be a long yeah, face. Palpatine apparently guy. defeated Darth, whatever his name is, Plagueis. Plagueis. Darth Plagueis, who was supposed to be, who was his master, and he defeated him. But he talks but, about him in episode three. Yeah, and Plagueis yeah. also talks can, about in the expanded universe that he can control. Uh, he can, no, not midichlorians. He can, control, <laughs> yeah, um, cool. he can control life and death, or he can control something. Well, yeah, that like was that. Yeah, that was what he said. He, he could he could influence midichlorians right. to bring somebody back to. That's how he. So that's he, how he drew. Yeah, apparently, the dark he side. Think, he yeah. he is supposedly behind the pregnancies. Like so, he he worked the force to make these kids happen. Right. You know what I mean, and that he wanted to have Kylo Ren um, as a as a as a secondary whatever uh, 
Oh, you know, and that works because they they do in in the the the, the film stories refer to prophecy in addition to the science of the midichlorians. So Absolutely. he could have done that. So they're done out with the midichlorians. Midichlorians are no longer. But whatever, well, yeah. the force. But prophecy yeah. still yeah. remains. But 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 you can say like, look, I know I'm creating a positive and a negative here, and I don't know for a fact what's going to happen. But uh, this prophecy says I need this to happen to get this other result. Well, the prophecy also said that Anakin was going to bring balance to the force. So maybe like did, maybe though. it yeah, fucked up. Yeah, well, did well, wow. temporarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't last that he killed long. Killed Jedi. Yeah, right? he killed a lot of kids. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. After the, the original trilogy, I was just tired of these Jedi. I wanted more Sith. So well, thank you. Think about yeah. it. He wiped yeah, out. He wiped out an entire race of Jedi, and left himself and a few Sith and a few Jedi. So balance. in a way, he did bring a balance to the force, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then when he like Fight Club, when he flipped <laughs> Ground back, Zero, yeah. he Fight Club did. First, first rule of Jedi: so you don't, don't talk about, about Jedi. Jedi. When, Best scene of the movie: Helena Bonham Carter and Hayden Christensen join hands. At the top. Who was set to take over the galaxy? Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> when he kills Emperor Palpatine, yeah, and himself, he neutralizes the strongest part of the dark side at that time, right? So then the light side is able to take over, and he's able to do his thing. But then what happens, right? Luke goes and he creates a Jedi Academy, and uh, then Darth or, or Ken, Plagueis what's his name? Ken, Kylo Ren comes along and turns to the dark side and, slays them and all. kills all the other motherfuckers. And then you get what? You get Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren are the only really two powerful Jedi in the universe yeah. until. What's your face coming? Ray. Ray. Ray comes Ray. And she's spouting orders about dropping guns. Like, she knows right. what she's talking like about. Like, she knows yeah. what she's talking about. So, there's, I mean, there's a lot to There's going to be, I mean, they're, they're going to answer some shit with the next two. I just, it's for just me. It's irritating. The whole thing's just fucking well, What's I up, I just bro? felt like it was just too safe. Like you said, it was, it was just safe. too safe as a movie in the sense that, like, when I went into it, it was getting, like, all these awesome reviews. And this is one of the times that, like, I don't really agree with all the reviews. Because they were all fucking, they had it all, like, nostalgic boners. of like, ah, oh, this is the sequel we were promised. But that's we weird promised. for, like, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes, like, usually I trust their reviews, but, like, every once in a while I don't. And this is one of the times where I don't. In the sense that it has like ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, and like I get it, it's it's wonderfully directed, at least to me. Like I think J.J. Abrams did a, a great job. He does move from scene to scene really quickly, Too fast, and but opinion. but that's also that is today's standards. In the yeah. sense that Paul Newman yeah. used to talk about how like how come we don't have scenes that last more than three minutes? Like every scene is three minutes, and then you got to cut to the next a Tarantino scene. film. Yeah, <laughs> Tarantino or like Coen Brothers. You're right, gonna, you're then gonna you have can like go a quick eighteen scene. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without a cut. <laughs> yeah, steady shot, <laughs> steady shot, far away. You know, you're watching that stagecoach go across like fucking Barry Lyndon. They just do it. So it that, be, they just it. do that so that bloggers before it comes out who are at Sundance will be like, "It was an eighteen minute shot." He's so amazing. That's why yeah. they do that. They just yeah. love that fucking steady shit. You know what I miss? This is like a really small thing mm. but the wipe transitions he had they had that i noticed it and i was like i was like holy shit this is like they're doing the same thing it's because they didn't have the same fucking impact they didn't go from it just went fast yeah yeah. they they pulled them back about 50 percent on speed yeah yeah fast man like that was what irritated me the most about the whole fucking movie was it was just there was nothing in the movie where i could just marinate in the Lore or marinate in the yeah. ideas that were being presented to me. It was no. literally like it was literally like, huh, huh, yeah, fucking. Yeah, remember yeah. these guys? They get to what's her face's place. They get to what's her face's place. Mav or Maz? Or Maz, 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 right? They get to Maz's place. 
And and Finn's like, oh, I want to dip. And they're like, okay, go over there and talk to those fuckers. And he's like, all right, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to leave, blah, blah, blah. And there's a bunch of drama. And then she goes down and she finds his stuff. Lightsaber. And as soon as she finds his lightsaber, fuckers start attacking, right? So everybody starts attacking. And then it's back to the same shit that happened on the desert planet. When and the same shit that happened in the, the ship when those guys showed up and then the exactly. aliens got escaped. And it just, it's the same thing over much. and over again. The only time in the entire movie that I felt was unique and interesting was the ending when they fought. And even then, like, I yeah, Finn, good for you. You're a stormtrooper and you had a lightsaber. Yeah, but Poe fucking just flies in there and blows up the planet. And, yeah. like, and like the impact of that was even less than Lando Calrissian in, like, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It was like... Yeah, because I, I don't know. Did it. In, in, yeah. In, in fucking third like, I, I got this. Baby. Yeah, I got what, this. Fucking what, <laughs> done. What that movie where, like that once that was seen, you know, uh, uh, Luke falls down in the chute and he's uh, and Empire the holds him and yeah. Han and they're on the Millennium Falcon and there's like this brotherhood. There's nothing in this movie that. No, it's just super safe. Yeah, you know, and it's super just, safe. It's I think just, I think they'll like, change that for the next one, but it, it, I just hope they go a different route because if they build another fucking Death Star, <laughs> it's just Agreed. fucking Agreed. let it go. Wait, wait, no, no. Look, I am okay with them making yet another Death Star oh, as long God. as it's way bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be unreasonable. Like all of the metal in the multiverse. I want, I want it to be so Hang big that on. it just fucking bounces into Hang planets on. and destroys them. Hang on, John. It would create a black hole with this mass. It would actually suck in all the galaxies Absolutely. and it would win. Will, would there the Will there be a weak spot? Will there be a weak spot? Absolutely. One, yeah, yeah, you yeah. shoot... The black, fucking torpedo at like one fucking black, tree black, and it explodes. There will be a weak spot, but it's only one spot, and it's the size of a planet. So how, well, how could they those Jedi find it? I think the next it? one should be the I'm size of like a sun, like, and it just fucking has like punching, like fucking just, <laughs> just comes out. Just they're like, it's like it's planets. like it's a back sit, and I'm this at a is, wedding. How are you going to see a back sit when I'm dressed at a wedding? Who keeps coming back? Like what? What fucking Empire engineer keeps coming like? Okay, a bigger one, guys. Look. Think of what one. we just had, but bigger. But bigger. <laughs> I, could just, I could just imagine, like, uh, the head guy, I'm like, listen, do we really need this weak spot? And, like, and the engineer's going, yeah. like, listen, it's not a weak spot. It's a thermal vent. We need it. We need to be there. Like, this heat needs to go just somewhere. Every, that, is, that is the Jedi insider is what that is. <laughs> everybody in this room, everybody in this room, when you saw that fucking planet thing, we, we immediately knew how the movie was going to no, end. No, this is the yeah. thing. is Before it, like, blew up and everything, I was like, please don't let it blow up. Please don't let it blow. I like. I want it to let actually it last like trilogy. last. Let, yeah, yeah, let it last the whole trilogy right, and have it be this destroying that would be something thing. That, do, yeah. that would have been crazy. It's like what Darth Maul should have been throughout the first three. Is like let him oh, live yeah. like, and make him be the bad like, guy like, throughout like, the wait, whole wait, 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 wait. trilogy. So let me let me cut you off. Like like Finn, wh- who said he was a, uh, a a garbage man, basically. Right. Uh, maybe he was just talking a bunch of shit about that generator. <laughs> pun intended. And, and they don't. Yeah, pun intended. Uh, yeah. And and <laughs> they destroy it, but it actually does nothing, and it continues to fire. And then oh fuck, like half of our half of our. They suck the whole yeah. fucking star dry too. Let's think about that. It's a star killer. It's a planet. It's revolving around a star. The last firing shot that's that true, they did, though. they it's sucked like... the whole star dry. That's but true. Just... It's like, where... does the planet move? Like, does it go no, to another the star? No, can't move. It's got one star. They suck the star dry. To well, then they're that. done. They're done. So then, why even destroy shot. it? They're done. They're not going <laughs> to do it. Shots, escape <laughs> maneuver. They already blew up. They already blew up their planets. It's like, hey guys, they don't have a star. Two shots. 
skeet skeet for new. Black, wait, Black hey, Santa. Guys, Black Santa. What is your What is your thoughts on the skeet skeet? I think skeet? it was a two shot skeet skeet. <laughs> <laughs> it blew up. It blew up those planets. They're like, hey guys, uh, they can't suck any more stars out. Yeah. So I, I think we're good to go. <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> get out of this. Uh, yeah. They fucking yeah, wasted their planet. They ah, fuck. They sucked the star dry at the end of the se- while they tried to fire the second shot. And then That's why some people planet. were asking, is it a planet that can actually move to it's another fucking, star? No, it's not. Wait, wait, it's hold on. Of course not. it's moving. They're all moving and probably at about 100 we are million hey, miles. We are but that's <laughs> not... <laughs> they're all moving. Hey, they're moving. Hey, it's not so literally... We're going for a long con here. <laughs> it's not a planet, guys. It's a space station, <laughs> okay? No, it's no moon. <laughs> it's not a moon-sized space station. It's a fucking planet. Honestly, if you actually had, like, propulsion devices to move that, given its mass, if you had a propulsion yeah, I device... I do in Star Wars, no, no, by but the way. If you, if you had a propulsion device that was strong enough to move it, it would be so strong that it would be like shooting a bullet through it. Dude, yeah. no, it would gravitationally like, tear itself apart. Physics, 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 if you know anything about physics, a planet is held together by the force Neil deGrasse Tyson already And yet for some reason it. people can fly towards it with no inimical impacts whatsoever. Hey, I got another question though. Is how come... Wait, 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 Brian. Why did the Death Star have that fucking magnetic pull in the fucking first Star Wars ever? And this one, this one doesn't have a magnetic pull. Nah. Yeah, it's a fucking planet, fucking and it's so much bigger. <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah. much bigger. That shit should have had a magnetic pole. Agree. What they agree. get? What did they like? They're I like, also, we're gonna build I that. Believe that out. Article today that that basically states that Endor is obliterated when the Death Star two gets destroyed because the, debris. the physics of the actual situation, the debris, literally it just obliterates the entire planet with a oh. like a thermonuclear fucking cloud. Although that was a space station. Are dead. I'll bet that a lot of that galaxy is just screwed with like these newly developed comets coming towards Oh, them. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what you don't see, see at, they at the end build of Jedi? that planet though? What you don't see at the end of Jedi no, is like or was a moon. 50, like no, 10 15 minutes after the celebration like guys, we got to fuck out. No, but I'm talking about like the planet in the in the new one. Did they build that planet no, or was it a planet? They took a planet and then they they created this thing inside the planet. So they It only the took them 30 years to do that. Bullshit, right? That yeah, fucking, but, there's but, no but, way. It takes fucking right. 20 years just to get fucking a bridge across Gandhi. It takes 20 years. <laughs> it takes 20 years to come up with another set. Fucking more. Yeah, they're still doing fucking construction on uh, uh, I-19 junction. <laughs> Absolutely. All this bureaucratic red tape you gotta get through. All right. No, it's it's a whole lot of interesting bullshit. To be honest. You mean to tell? Yeah, that's that's my whole thing because like this this all happens in the span of Luke Skywalker's lifetime. Like this, yeah, he's these, still here. Yeah, he's still fucking hanging out. The fucked up part is in the EU that stuff. Star Killer is actually a ship. It's not a fucking planet. It's a ship. It's a little ship. It's like a, a one-man ship that can go out and launch this thing into a fucking star and explode it, and it'll destroy the whole solar system. That's, I, to me, a little bit more interesting, honestly, I just don't, than a I, giant fucking planet-sized killer thing. I would have been fine with the planet. I just don't think they should have blew it up that easy. I agree. Like, I think I think it should have been around for the f- whole three movies. Maybe they just, like, they, maybe they shoot it. They perfected it. the design, finally. They, they break finally, it down. Or, or, or like, Poe po shoots it where it can't fire anymore, but then the Empire's just like, all right, we just got to get this back up. Absolutely. So you have a wrap-up of, like, this movie, but yeah. it still is a threat. And the instead, fleet comes instead in Instead, they point. pull a pie fucking Jason Biggs and American Pie, and they just Blow the whole load right there. Yeah, 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 right in much. a pie, yeah. dude. And yeah, you don't true. want to blow your load in a pie. It just makes we'll you We'll just bad. tell your mother that we ate all the <laughs> So what did, what did everybody think about Han dying? What he was, it, it was terrible. Look, look, look. I knew it, it had to happen because he can't sign. He's too old to sign for six or seven years. He's he he's gone on record saying like he didn't really want to come back to 
but no, and he said that there was he no wanted to die in Return the of the Jedi. He asked yeah. George Lucas if he could. No, I think he was it was like, Empire. Want... Like he wanted to die. Oh, really? Han Solo, but, but, but it was okay. ill staged. Like okay, look, it was too transparent. It was too. But it's Obi Wan dying in in a new hope. Pretty much, but John, what were you gonna say? No, no, it was just ill staged. It's just the same reason there's no urgency in any of the scenes in the new movie. I think it was overall it had an average entertainment value of very high. Yeah. But again, no pod race, no Darth Maul Qui Gon death. Right, like no, it had none of those moments. So, they, but those moments come from cinematically staging things well, and we don't have any of that build up for anything that happens in the whole movie, including the destruction of this Death planet. Star on steroids. Like, uh, I mean, so th- th- that's just the problem is that this should have been and by the way, an there's easy a emotional scene. British redheaded twat. Screaming the whole fucking time. Well, there's always a British and he's just bad totally, guy. Yeah, but that An guy, English bad guy. He just doesn't. <laughs> the English are assholes. Sell it to me. <laughs> Which like one? the old guys. He's just too what? young and too prissy. That's and, the guy from Harry Potter. I know who he is, and Wait, I think well, he's who, a brilliant what? actor. It's, but uh, I just think in that role... Oh, it's Brendan Gleeson's son. Yeah. Oh, Don, I Dom Nall. Dom, Dom Nall Gleeson. Him about. A shotgun wait, wait, wait. round to the Who? face. He's the guy from... He just played an Ex Machina, too. And so yeah. did Oscar and, Isaac. And yeah, he is an Ex Machina. Is, By the way... This is a sequel movie, to Ex Machina. Holy I wish. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to talk about a brilliant movie... That's a movie that has pacing. Who the fuck are we talking X-Marker. about? Which X-Marker. guy? The, the redheaded red, fuckstick. The redheaded general. It was Kylo Ren and the general. General That's that's Brendan Gleeson's that, irregularly skinny, elongate child. Yeah, yeah. and I will Gleason's say, I will like say that. this. And and granted, we were talking about Star Wars, and I think we've beaten this horse till fucking death. But yeah, X Machina. And yet somehow the listeners was a surprise. Oh, yeah. Was a surprise to me. I wanted to watch it. I watched it. It was brilliant. I liked it. It was classic science fiction at its best. I think it was it was deep, it was rich, it was it was dark as fuck. And I just really think if you haven't seen that movie, you need to go watch that movie. It's it absolutely Dude, it's a phenomenal. And movie. what other high budget chamber thrillers even exist? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean that, that that kind of broke that barrier because all other chamber thrillers, the, the, those movies are are small budget. They make it that way because yeah. they have to. They made it that way. Because it worked, isn't it well, weird that Alex Garland was the director, right? Alex Garland—that's right. That's its name. He directed that, and he wrote the script for Twenty Eight Days Later. Mm-hmm. And Twenty Eight Days that. Later starred Brendan Gleeson, oh. and Domhnall Gleeson was in his directed movie. What? Dude, Domhnall Gleeson is like everything. <laughs> Six degrees of Domhnall Gleeson. Ooh, I'll play Star Wars and fucking Ex Machina. It's like 1.5 degrees to Domhnall Gleeson. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I will say, growing up on like Asimov, growing up on uh, really rich, deep Frederick Pohl, uh, like just the old classic sci-fi through the 60s and the 70s, reading anthologies, like that movie Ex Machina called to me on a very deep soul level, and it really translated well and i just think that when you sit down to watch that movie you're not going to get what you expect and, plus and oscar isaac dancing movie was be. fucking awesome that agreed, agreed. sociopathic dance that was so great haunting yeah that shit was the great. whole movie's haunting yeah yeah but There's that no, shit he is he like, was pulling like elbow thrust to the side uh, it's like while he's disco. Get, while he's dead, dead staring, staring at him domino yep. gleason while explaining science down. to him <laughs> while he's like while, while he's reenacting staying alive yeah pretty much it was just a disco he's fucking getting with his with a robot with his mute Tall I would, Asian I would, honestly, I would tell you honestly, I would give I would give up this Star Wars movie 
for four more movies as good as Ex Machina. <laughs> and that, I will and tell that's you our up. final review of Star, Star Wars, Wars The Force Awakens. Is that Ex Machina was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So our recommendation yeah. about, about Episode 7 is see Ex Machina <laughs> over and over again. Just, <laughs> just one last question. Yes. Did we miss George Lucas on this new movie? Eh. No. Eh. No, nope. you know, I think that he would have found I, a way to fuck it. In up. a way, there yeah. was a certain. I, I'm going to say there's a certain, there's a certain nostalgic, like really gentle treatment of things that I don't think was in this movie that George Lucas did, even in the the trilo- the prequel trilogy, which yeah. as Panner as weird as it was, there was something about it that was gentle and loving, and in this movie, I don't think it has that, and I think that's why one of the reasons why it suffers so much. There's just this. There's just this connect to the material, and even that JJ can say that he, you know, he knows all the material, he knows all blah 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 blah. And he's got all these writers and all these fucking people. There's just something about it that just feels too new. It feels too young. It feels too uh, detached. Listen, people hate George Lucas, but I think fuck him. If it wasn't for him. You wouldn't even have Star Wars. Oh, fuck. No, no, he's Absolutely a master agree. storyteller. Yeah, I think he is. I, I like THX-1138, and I liked uh, American, American Graffiti. Graffiti. I think yeah. he's not a bad director. I think he just got carried away with the pre- You well, saw Red I, Tails, too, right? Uh, I didn't see that. I think he oh, realized okay. with the, the he prequel trilogy, that. he had oh, carte blanche, and yeah. it was for a younger generation, and he wanted to try to connect with the younger generation, and he created yeah. a younger movie. Well, and and, and he succeeded at movies. that. Yeah, yeah he I did. Agree he with did. That. I, I agree. Honestly, I think the prequel movies are like okay action movies. I like agree with you. Movies. And they're beautiful. They're just not great Star, Star Wars, Wars movies. movies. Yeah. And they have great moments now, of urgency many, where you get excited. Yeah, yeah I think they do. How many Star Wars games have you played? Not that many. Zero. See, not I, like one. I said, I'm not. I played the games. I've read the books. Like, yeah. there's there's something to be said for those prequels when you are into the EU and you are into the, all the all the other fiction that's been out there. I didn't mind the that, stories yeah. of the EU that much. I mean, I mean or not that EU, the bullshit, prequels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like I, I said, know. I still think Revenge of the Sith is one of the best of the of the series, and that's just me. I just didn't like the first twenty minutes. Agree. That shit was you way know. too much. <laughs> just way too much shit going on. Agreed. Fucking the ship goes sideways and then they're falling down the ship. Like, come on. Fucking Look, at least we at least in the Star out. Wars we knew who were the good guys and the bad guys. And we didn't leave the theater like, what the fuck? It was like I mean, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of questions right here. That's why A New Hope is my favorite, in the sense that you can watch just A New Hope and be done with I Star still Wars. I feel like you can watch Empire Empire Strikes Back. I love Empire Strikes Empire Back. Strikes I just don't think it's a I don't think it's a movie it's you can watch by yourself. Movie, yeah. But in a movie where you don't know that they exist. You could watch A New Hope. I think you watch A New that, Hope and be done. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah, it, it blow, you blow up the Death Star, Darth Vader kind of just spins out of control. And then, like, you have an ending. You have a great, like, kind of everybody claps. Here comes Luke and Leia. Le- Le- Chewie doesn't them. get a medal. Yeah, do- doesn't get a medal. <laughs> Fuck Chewie. Kind of but then, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a great, just overall movie that works by itself. And then every other movie falls in the same trap as the second Pirates of the Caribbean, the second Matrix. Second oh, wait, this Lord has of the to Rings. stage another movie, or yeah. this new prequel movie has to stage the middle movie. Which has to stage the fight. We have to have these elements in the first movie that are in the middle it's, and it, the end. Yeah. That all of a sudden you're worried about all these things instead writing of just holes, one big old movie. Writing instead of that's, one I movie. mean, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, like any of those. Like you have that middle two towers. It's got to set up the Tolkien. the treacle. What was the it, treacle. The <laughs> fucking Tolkien. That man. fucking old bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking black. Black Santa. What do you think about J.R.R. Tolkien? Motherfucker's beard was too big. Shit. I agree. All right, guys. <laughs> We're at an hour and thirty. Yeah, that's, that's a long that's, episode. This is the longest we've done in a long time. Oh yeah, Not the listeners are I've probably great. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can wrap this one up Sweet. in a tight little bow. 
Christmas bow. So, oh, I get it. Uh, in in review, watch Ex Machina. And that's and, it. Oh, and just in case, watch Blade Runner 2. <laughs> Blade Runner. Watch we didn't Blade talk War. about Blade Runner, yeah. but I'm going to say watch Blade no Runner. No one's allowed Blade to Runner. mention anything else about Blade Runner. We're going to go another no, hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, <laughs> yeah. But I would love to have a discussion at some point about Blade Runner. Roger Moore's sexy. Roger, oh, Roger Moore. Oh, wait, let's do a recap. Sex, recap. Roger recap. Moore's mole. We're going to do a recap real quick. We talked about Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Yeah. We talked about uh, how I would fuck Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. <laughs> who, yeah. who who how he would fuck you. Six degrees <laughs> of yeah. Let's agree he'd be the one fucking <laughs> six degrees of six Idris Elba. A Rod Steiger. A Rod Steiger. <laughs> six degrees of Idris Elba. <laughs> Idris Elba being the new old James Bond. Yep. Star Wars. Ex Machina being the best Star Wars movie <laughs> ever. Ever. Ever made. Um Pod Racing. Black Santa. Black Santa. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's a solid podcast. All right, Black Santa. What have we all are we on the, the nice list this year? Listen, baby. All y'all crack ass motherfuckers. Oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> are on Ooh. the good list. Fuck yeah. yeah. You just looked at like a six foot four, six foot five dude and said, Listen, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you and calling you baby. I'm 255 pounds, <laughs> old baby. And you're going to be my baby. <laughs> You're gonna be my I baby wanna tonight. make love to Black Santa. <laughs> yeah. It's getting pretty sweaty up in here. Yeah. It's been that way for hours. But man. in a good way. Okay, Black yeah, Santa. I'm, I'm sure you have some errands to run at this point. Christmas. It's, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Well, all over coming. us. In honor of James <laughs> Yeah, in, in honor of James Bond, Christmas only comes yeah. once a year. <laughs> Christmas only comes once a year. As James Bond famously said. And the classic. By the way, we didn't even talk about Spectre. World, world well, I haven't even seen Spectre, enough. but I. We, yeah, we, we should talk about Spectre. Next time. Next, next time. Yeah. Next time. Because I haven't I seen it yet. You need to get me in to see it before I saw it's it. over. Stay yeah, tuned for the up. next Shark Trap. <laughs> yeah. Wait, plugs real quick. Plugs. Sharktrapper.com. Check it. Everything's there. Everything's oh, foodnow. 727foodnow.com. Foodnow.com. Foodnow.com. Get your food delivered right now at .com. Are we part of that? Foodnow.delivery. John's part of uh, Movies, Films, and Flicks, which is on Flicks, Bunch of losers over there. Yeah. <laughs> also, buddy balls. No also, uh, if you're listening to this and it's before Christmas, go to SharkTrapper.com. Click on the Amazon link on the top. If you're doing your last-minute Christmas shopping, do it through Amazon or do it through SharkTrapper.com on the Amazon link, and we'll get a cut of that shit. Or give us a Christmas present and go to Patreon and donate Give some us some motherfucking money. <laughs> yeah. money. As, a, as a guest on this show, I can say their recording studio is very small. They need the money. Need a so bigger, get a little that, bit bigger one. Click on that Amazon link. Let's go big. Get Let's go fans. big or go home, motherfuckers. Yeah, that's Black Santa <laughs> talking. Go big or go home, bitches. I think it's actually time That's to too big for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never. Who's that? <laughs> Right. Maybe I've heard that a time or two. Let's let us go counterclockwise around the room. So that was Shark Dropper for this week. I am Kyle. I am Brian. I am John Santa. <laughs> John guessing from movies, films, and flicks. Okay, we're going clockwise, not counterclockwise. That's well, I said. Now motherfuckers don't know nothing is, about that. No, no, counterclockwise. That's counterclockwise. No, for this way. clock this way. You got to learn to go along to get it. It would go to the right. It would go to the right. This way. It's going to the right. Clockwise goes left, kids. The clock was the clock was facing down. The clock was facing down. I don't know where the clock is. Okay, I'm just saying. 
Like, I the, think the clock is it's facing. Fuck this Kyle. show. Okay, John, motherfucker, <laughs> are you delaying because you who forgot you, your John? name? Or are you going to say who you is? But if I'm saying counterclockwise, I'm, I thought I was going to go this, this way. Yeah, too. yeah, it was, but he already went. Right. Yeah. Go, I'm John. Jesus Christ, I'm Robert. And we'll see you guys next week. I love you. As I stand here looking out over the ocean, I didn't want to cause a great big commotion. Cause when I saw what looked like a fin break through the surface again, it was a Shark. Shark. We're above the target. T minus five seconds till shark drop. Five. Four. Three. Two. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.